Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Oh boy, do we have a very fucking special episode today. Not only is my co-host here, as always, the scholar July. Welcome back, y'all. Glad Not to have Wade you back. Himself. <laughs> and yeah. we have the great, amazing, the successful. He is the I would say he's like the He's like that Chris Jericho in WCW. He's about to peak. He's about to get to Raw and debut against The Rock. It's the great Ian from 616 Entertainment today joining us once again. Thank you, my man. Welcome back. Thanks for having me. I Now I have to wonder who is going to be in the shoes of The Rock if I was Chris Jericho. <laughs> I don't know. We're going to find out, man. Yeah. You never know. That we will. That we will. And that's a that's a great... That's a great uh, like thing, I think you're gonna do great, man. And uh, obviously, you know, we got we had a whole hour, which is you and me last time, and um, did very well. A lot of people, like I had uh, some friends of mine, like and people that like, watch, are like, oh, like, we, I, you know, we went back in time, and like we're th- you were talking about wrestling, and like they were like, wow, like used to watch it back then, you know, or so that was cool, man. It was really interesting, a lot of interesting conversation from that. But there's a lot of things we didn't get to. Sure, I'm um, glad people liked it, but there's more to do. Hey man, it was it was it was definitely noteworthy. The only thing was we we're missing my man right here, so we'll we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. But today, ladies and gentlemen, it's All my right. birthday. Whereas this video is gonna go up, it will be my 23rd birthday, my Jordan year. And yes, I'm wearing a Michael Three. Jordan rookie jersey. Um, for that for the special occasion, that which you y'all are. can see it, but you're not gonna see it. Um, oh, quite expensive. Not just any Michael Jordan. Oh, no, it's quite expensive. But we're not gonna get oh, yeah. into that. It's it's an investment. You know, sometimes you gotta you gotta like spoil yourself a little bit. It was like PS5. Or get you know a new, a new pair of retros, which I also got and wore last night out um, when we went out. We'll, we'll get nice. to that story Everything. as well. Everything. And I'm sure our, our friend good. Ian here has some great stories about being out and out about in the out in the city. And uh, oh yeah, for sure. I'm sure, uh, I'm sure you're not like a bar guy. I'm sure you've gone out with friends and you know been the, the designated driver and stuff and had some experiences. So we can we can get oh, some yeah. some great shit there. Um, but uh, something that I've noticed when I watch your videos, my man, is you're always wearing the same. You have a, a signature look, right? You know, like you have you have like the rock with the eyebrow, the elbow pads. You have Chris Jericho with the kick pads and the tights and the long hair. And you, sir, have the voluptuous beanie, the, the beautiful beard and the flannel. Now, does the, the beanie ever come off? Does it or is it just it's just there? It it does. And what's funny is now it, it has become like a, a thing of legend. It's just <laughs> I just don't put a lot of thought into how I dress, but a lot of people put a lot of thought into what I wear. There was somebody like a month or two ago that left a comment about like, why do you always wear this or that? And I just found, I was like, worry less about what I wear. Just, just watch the (laughs) videos. And then he was like, I only ask because there's a bunch of us on Reddit who love you and we're waiting for a head reveal. And I was but like, you, what God, you but you've also shown your hair in old, like if they watch any of the old dancing videos, you have your hair out of like, you have a hat on, yeah. but you have your hair out. So clearly you have hair. Well, and like, I don't know if people realize in one of the triangle X squared circles, I don't remember which one it was, but it was like the cutaway to like the angry voice guy. One of the characters had really long hair coming out the bottom of the, of the beanie. That was my hair. I don't know if people yeah. thought I like put a fucking wig on, but <laughs> I have I have long hair that I just jam up into this beanie because I don't feel like fucking dealing with doing it. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also speaking of what you wore, 
the last episode of your Halloween series, which, by the way, again, amazing. I recommend anyone who likes any kind of horror movies. It is spoopy season coming up, ladies and gentlemen. We are at the end of you know my birthday month. We're almost into the spookiness, one of the best times of the year. I know you're in Illinois, correct? Somewhere in Chicago, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, about 30 minutes outside of Chicago. So you're 30 uh, minutes out of Chi, and so that means right now it's going to start getting colder, but for you guys, it's going to be nice. Gonna say, it's not yeah. going to be cold <laughs> just yet. It's about to get there, but it's going to be nice. Over Bring here, it's still cold, dude. I, I fucking hate the summer. Bring on the cold. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I was told by um, one of my uh, Chicago and family members, his name, we call him Theo Kiko. He told us something when I was my first time visiting Chicago, and he, he said, you know what about the heat is you can't, um, you can add on clothes, you can't take them off. So mm-hmm. I, I took that advice to heart and he is very, very right. Um, so obviously, like I said, you have hair, you have this signature look, but you did wear the shirt. We had the podcast record. You wore that for that video. And I remember deeming you about that. And you were like, oh, was I? And I was like, yes, because like it's it was a Whitney Houston shirt. Yeah. And I was like, wow, he listens to Whitney Houston. I'm not saying that you should it, but it was just surprising given like. When you talked about in your videos, like I, mean, I know my man July here has done some research, and you you're very much a rock and roll yeah. kind of guy, right? Yeah, so yeah. that's one thing we didn't talk about was music. What kind of music do you listen to? Like, is there like obviously I feel like rock is probably like your number one, that's your go to, but I know you got to have some R and B in there, some hip hop, mm-hmm. maybe some pop, some country. Yeah, I, don't I know. do. My like everybody, I feel like the throwaway answer is always, oh, I listen to everything, and I so all the time. <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna say that and it's also not true because I don't there are certain things that I don't listen to but like just an idea of the stuff I'm into my top 5 like bands or musical artists in general I mean I'll th- I'll throw them out in no order my number one my favorite band of all time is Him which yep. is a rock band from Finland they're great uh, I love Placebo which is a British rock band I love Lights who's like a a pop singer from Canada uh sam cook is one of my all-time favorites i listen to sam cook every day and uh michael jackson rounds it out Ooh, so michael that's got to be yeah. in there i mean I got, I got michael jackson tattooed in my arm here oh wow see that so, and the yeah. him right there right above yeah. it yes and that's, I see it. and that's lights the Canadian <laughs> i mentioned so <laughs> interesting you know um Obviously, you can see my musical taste back here. You can't see. I have the weekend up here. I have some like I have some other stuff. I have Tupac over here. So very hip hop influence over here. Now my man shall lie. He's the one. If you say he listens to everything, um, you, you just just tell him. Just tell him. <laughs> I do, <laughs> I'm. I don't. I don't know, man. I don't know how to describe my music taste. Like I, I'm one of those people that like if like first off, I'm more of a I'm Spotify like team Spotify. Uh, I know there's a lot of Apple Music people, but. I just, how do you put it? I, I put the Discover Weekly on, like, every Monday. Like, that's the type of person I am because I just like listening to new stuff. And it's it goes from, like, like grime rap, like, from, like, the UK to, like, you know, I've had, like, French rap. I've had, um like, Port- like Brazilian, like, Portuguese, like, uh, crazy, like, like music. It's, I, I got, like, an achievement from, like, Spotify on my phone that I didn't even know was a thing because, like, one year I listened to, like, music from like 55 different countries oh, and I even shit. yeah like it's 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 stupid dumb like how much random music i have and listening to like my like playlist is it's like you get some mixed feelings off of it but no i i definitely start off more with like like latin based music because i just grew up in that you know um being like a family of immigrants and stuff but that's like staying close to the roots 
but as I got older, like I started getting into like the the whole like classical rock, you know, like uh, uh, a lot of. <laughs> start, you like Jimmy? We talk about Jimmy Hendrix. Yeah, a lot. yeah, Jimmy Hendrix is a big one for me. Uh, a lot of the protest songs. I don't know why, but I just liked a lot of protest songs from like the Nam era, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like like whole counterculture thing. Um, Ozzy, I, I, I mean, I feel like because you, you see me listen to this, and sometimes you question it. So I feel like it's easier. Uh, no, for it's just spread. it's one of those things, man. Where it's like, um, like for me, like again, I'm I'm someone like. I really wait for an album when it comes out, but I wait for the hype to die down so I can like actually digest it and not listen to like a bunch of fucking people like just hype it up for no reason, right? Mm-hmm. So like for me, like I listen to a lot of different stuff, but I'm very consistent. Like, um, like for me, like growing up, it was a lot of '90s hip hop, a lot of '80s pop. My mom loved '80s pop, my dad was '90s hip hop, and so it was like Michael Jackson, Prince. Um, you had a like uh, Lisa Lisa, like a lot of these like really like super. And then it was like the ones that really made it out of the 80s was like Michael and like all these, like, the really big artists that really like transcended in the 90s. Um, and then as I got older, um, I really kind of just developed and I like to like stay kind of close to that. And I kind of went and branched out a little bit with certain different things. But I feel like I really stay close to home. I'm like someone that likes consistency. Mm-hmm. So I will branch out and discover artists way later than most people will. And like, Oh, you're, you're behind. Like these people have been popping for like the last five years. And I'm like, well, I like to make sure that when I listen to them, like, okay, like I'm going to like, and then I go through the whole discography and then I have everything on my phone. So my phone goes, yeah. goes from, it went from 500 songs. I have over 3000 on my phone. And if any one of them plays, I probably know 85% of them that come on. Um, I'm one of those people. So when it comes to music, I mean, I feel like to me, it's one of those things that uh like they always say oh would you rather have this or music and it's always music like music literally saved my life and we'll get into just like some of that later like this tattoo my first tattoo is actually a song from incubus called drive mm-hmm. so that that essentially like started like kickstarted five years ago that was my first tattoo and that's when i you know like just first like decided like oh you know i, I don't want to live anymore and that song came on and it's literally just about taking the wheel and not letting fear drive your life. And it came on in a like a very like important time. And I got it tattooed on me a few months later. And ever since then, like it's just like my motto. Like I just yeah. go off of what it says. And it all it says is whatever tomorrow brings, I'll be there with open arm and open eyes. That's all it is. And it's just a simple motto that kind of keeps me going. Like when shit gets shit gets rough, you know, or like if I, you know, forget, you know, I try to why am I still here? Why do I want to why do I want to do this? And I look at that and I remember, like, oh, okay, I know why. I'm just trying to find reasons to not, you know, you, you do that negativity shit where you kind of just like, you're like, you, you look at all the bad shit, which is like literally 1%, 2% of your life. And you don't look at any of the other good stuff that's happening. And you just hyper-focus on one thing. And it's just mm-hmm. so bad. Um, but I, I really feel, I mean, I feel like the demographic that we have, and obviously you have another, like an even bigger one. Um, I don't think even our small impact, we realize how big it is on some people and they look forward to it or they like, Oh, you know, like, Hey, like I really had a really bad day today and that like really helped me. Or like, I know we had our mental health episode and everyone was telling us like, you know, like even we had one about Hispanic households and how, you know, our culture is very, you know, one way and not another. And people were like sending us DMS and like, yeah, texting dude, us I got who, a like lot thank you for that. Like those. no one talks about this. Like, and it's like, I can't imagine you as a creator with how many subscribers you have and the reach you have, like the comments you get about people saying like, you know, like I was having a really bad week or a bad day and you know, this really helped me or to save my life. Like that's the one thing if I get, I don't know how I'm going to handle that because it's like, 
I was there. I've been in that position. Because you know it, it feels a bit insignificant, you know, what we're doing at times. Like, especially yeah, us, like, like us, Oz, because we're just like, we haven't even done this a full year, you know, but we're trying. Hey, we're six and we're months trying in, to stay baby. <laughs> I know. But, uh, yeah, the, like, the feedback is crazy. And I, like I said, I can't only imagine, like, with somebody with thousands of, like, subscribers and 82,000. Like, He's going to yeah, hit the, 100K before the end of this year. I, I am speaking, this is for you. I know you're a very humble guy. And we talk every once in a while. You're a busy man. And I appreciate you always responding. But let me tell you something, man. When people, like I'm someone, I'm the same way, right? Like someone's like, oh, you know, you're so good at this or whatever. Even when you told me that, I was like, oh, thank you. Like, I appreciate that. It means a lot. But it's like, I think it's it's always good to stay that way. But I feel like when you told me, don't sell yourself short. Don't sell yourself short, my man. Because you really, man, honestly, there are a lot of people that do this. They get really big or they have all these subscribers and they don't give a shit about anybody. They just care about the money. They care about cashing checks. They care about the the brand deals. They care about, as a matter of fact, I've never seen a brand deal on your, on any of your YouTube. Yeah, you have a Patreon, but 85% of YouTubers have Patreons. Mm-hmm. It's just the wave now because of how mo- yeah. how bad monetization has been. I've been emailed from a bunch of different places asking like, oh, do, we'll pay you this much to do like a 90 second ad in front of your video. Raid Shadow Legends. Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> they, they reached out to me. And the reason that I haven't taken any of them is when somebody reaches out to me as like, hey, do you want to do a, like a co-promotion thing or like do a commercial? When it's something that's not a pile of shit, I'll do it. <laughs> but like, yeah. so like all these fucking hacky, just garbage products have been like, oh, do you want to do this? And I'm like, no, I don't. I don't. If I'm going to be saying like, oh, this is a good product, you should trust it. It's going to be something that I at least would use and would trust. I don't play games on my phone. I'm never going to. That mm. game could be good. I don't know. I don't give a shit. <laughs> like. So yeah, if 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 something cool ever comes my way, yeah, I'll, I I would do it if it's reasonable. But like everything so far has been dog shit, and I don't believe in trying to sell people dog shit. <laughs> no, that's a good, that's a good, that's, that's a good one enough. to live by. I mean, yeah. And and obviously, like you, you know, like you say, you have you have like all that stuff. So what are you gonna do? Like, what is your first? Like, I know it's for you, it probably seems miles away, but it's getting, honestly, it's getting close. The way that the views are coming in, like the big projects, like those are going to eventually add up with time, especially with the new Halloween coming out next month. And are you, you timed that perfectly? Yeah, I was. A lot of people are going to be looking at Halloween on YouTube and they're going to find your shit. And then you're like, oh man, this guy went to the entire series and I can watch that and not have to watch any movies and watch the new one. Dude, it's happening now. Like, like you said, my plan was to do this whole thing and end it the day before Halloween Kills comes out, which is how it's going. And I've been like, as Halloween gets closer, it'll probably ramp up because more people will find it. I think it was like four days ago. I texted my girlfriend because I was all excited. I was like, all four like parts that I've released so far, like have they've broken a hundred thousand views, like combined a hundred thousand. I was super Before excited. It's amazing. Like it's just a couple days later. I was looking at it now. Part one broke a hundred thousand on its own, and it's like cumulatively over like 250,000 now. So just those couple days as October is getting closer, people are typing Halloween and I'm showing up and I'm like, fuck yeah. That's exactly what I was trying to do. <laughs> Shout out to Ian's girlfriend. He, I, I always appreciate it. Every time you, you mention her, you always mention her full name. You always have a beautiful adjective in front of it. Yeah. So she seems, she seems like a wonderful person. She is. That's why I always put her over. That's great. I do the same thing. If you listen to my name, I'm always shouting out my girlfriend, Lauren. She's amazing. Yeah. Um, 
and uh shout out to to i have i have a few dogs but you know i know you you uh have a few different pets yourself so oh yeah the the king is probably somewhere around there with you <laughs> mr patches like yeah there he is mr patches the ghosty <laughs> and then over there are all the i have three scorpions over here so it's out of control the snake maybe, is out in the living room it's ridiculous maybe we'll just i'll maybe i'll just catch one for you out of the desert and i'll send it to you you can you can have Dude, one i desert. saw somebody on reddit they were like i just moved to arizona i went scorpion hunting and he had like where is it i i have a uv flashlight somewhere and he shined it, and there was first spot he looked. There was three of them, and I was like, "Oh yeah, Fuck, I wish I could do that." But yeah. I'm telling you, if you ever come to fucking where we live at, anywhere near Arizona, dude, we we, we can give we you a whole sure desert. Fucking over. scorpions, fucking the what's dude, it, you're uh, gonna find scorpions. We have the was it the cow killers, like those giant bugs, like the the we dude, have we have so much rattle here. It's like, like yeah. See the rattlesnakes, I'll steer clear of because they're a lot faster and more aggressive. Oh no, you'll know. They'll they'll yeah, let you no, know. Yeah. They'll let that little t- and you're like, okay, I'm good. I don't need to go into there. Like you'll, I'm just you'll gonna know. Go this way now. Yeah, no. <laughs> yep. I mean, no, not I've had some close encounters with rattlesnakes, and that, I have. There's too. there's nothing that will like send a chill down your spine when you hear that rattle. Uh, you're just like, you know, you're like, oh shit. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> See, here's the thing. I'm okay with getting bit by a rattlesnake as long as it's a fully grown rattlesnake. If it's a baby yeah. rattlesnake, you're fucked. You're mm-hmm. gonna die. They're gonna yeah, inject with everything they got. They're not gonna save their fucking their venom. They're just gonna fucking kill you. So if you get bit by one, please hope it's not a diamondback. And Bro, you, you, it's a fully I was grown. Say you have like about an hour. It's like I think it's referred to as like the golden hour that you have to get to hospital with to get yeah. the antivenom. And also, if you get bit, you might as well just cut your whatever you got bit so you can help yourself a little Either bit. Either that or that- like tourniquet, bro. You got to tourniquet your leg or something. <laughs> yeah, you got to do something to stop that blood from flowing to your heart. Fuck that. <laughs> I, so, if I got bit by a rattlesnake with my luck, I think I'd probably just sit down next to him and be like, well, I guess we're buddies now. <laughs> <laughs> watch the sunset and disappear <laughs> fuck no um so obviously you you live in like a, a much bigger city so there's a lot of you guys have like suburbs and you guys have you know there's like a lot of different areas what would you say is your favorite area inside of chicago like what's a place like that you would say like if anyone were to visit you like i want you should go here you know like and see it like obviously you have like the bean you have downtown you have navy pier you have the zoo, you have like, um, like there's all kinds of places to go. Like, where would you, re- what would you like someone that's never been there? Like, you're like, okay, I need you to go here. Like, that's the place you need to go first. I mean, I'm not a huge, uh, city guy. I've been there a bunch, but like, you can't really go wrong. If you're just trying to see the sites and everything, you can go to Navy pier because that's where most tourists go. So that's kind of a tourist location. I mean, the bean is always there. If you're in Chicago, you have to get your picture taken with the bean um there's i awesome I, I flicked the bean <laughs> i did nice. do that i took a video of me like literally flicking the bean and i sent that to one of our friends was like you get it and they're like what do you mean and i was like nope you didn't get it <laughs> if you're a sports fan uh wrigley field is a very old ballpark that's always a very cool place to be i know some people are Sox fans they'd be upset that i said that but you can hey, go there shout out to ball. all the, all the chicago teams that dude the fucking well the I'm not a baseball fan anymore. I was when I was younger, but like when I was a fan, I was a Cubs fan. But the White Sox are killing it. They're doing great right now. And congrats to them. I hope they go all the way. I hope they win the World Series. I have a lot of friends that are Sox fans. So, and the Cubs totally fucking collapsed. So, oh yeah. (laughs) Ever since 16, man, they've just, yeah, haven't captured that lightning in the bottle again. 
Is there like a specific restaurant over there that you would like recommend highly? Like, yeah, this you got it. Like, it's like a I reliable. Mean, it's so funny because it's like not even in the city. But when you said, it doesn't that, matter. It's in the area. Yeah. The first thing that popped into my head is this little pizza place that's like ten minutes from my house called Nona's, and they're known for having these gigantic slices. For like six bucks, you can get a slice of pizza that's like this fucking big. It's gigantic. And I know nobody else can see that, but it's huge. Yeah. It's basically a quarter a quarter of a big pizza. That's exactly that's what, what I... So and, for all you West uh, California people, if you've ever been to San Diego, like Luigi's on the beach, yeah, like, that's, that's what exactly he's referring what to. So yeah, I was like... And it's super thick, doughy crust that's really good. It's not, it's not deep dish. Uh, a lot. I was, was going to say, do you prefer like like deep dish or like thin crust? Or I, I love it all. Like I'm a huge pizza guy. And just because like I'm in the Chicago area, I'm not like anti anybody else's pizza. Like I know some Chicago people are like, fuck New York pizza. Yeah. I've never been to New York, yeah, so I've never real- had it. <laughs> Dude, I bet I would like it. I love pizza. I love so. Eastern style pizza. It's amazing. Some people think it's, yeah, it's great. I would no, say the big one that I when I go to Chicago, it's always Lou Malnati's versus Giordano's, but which oh, one is better? Both great. Can't yeah, go wrong. I like which both. One you prefer? Go Giordano's there. is more saucy. I felt like was more saucy, which I appreciate. I'm a sauce guy. I appreciate actually, like that marinara on there. It's great. That sauce ball. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I was appreciate the sauce, but Lou Malnati's was good. I actually enjoyed it. I was really, yeah. really, really, really high when I had it, but it was great. <laughs> and get it. Speaking of of intoxication and any little, you are a man that is uh, straight edge, which yeah. That is, um, it, I wouldn't even say, it's, it, I would say it's a, that's a difficult lifestyle, right? Like with all the shit that life throws at you, the first thing a lot of people do is like resort to like consuming alcohol, smoking a joint, taking a bump. Like the amount of people I've learned growing up as an adult that rely on drugs to like live and function is crazy. I saw a funny meme recently that was like, I think it was on Instagram and it was like all you straight edge people out there, how you just go through life raw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I saw that, i've seen that that's very yeah. true that made me laugh i think i can't take credit for this and it, it might have been cm punk where i heard this from but somebody said to him when he was younger like oh you you're straight edge isn't that so hard and his response was like i don't know man people tell stories about like getting blackout drunk and waking up and not knowing where they are and like who was i with last night and what did i do that sounds a lot harder to me <laughs> yeah, not doing that. <laughs> so what? So have you ever taken any sip of any like alcohol or anything like that? Like, or you just haven't? Yeah, when I was younger, uh, every once in a while, when I when I was little, and this makes him sound bad, but it was literally just like a sip. Every once in a while, my dad would like let me have a sip of his beer, like just to like be the cool dad. I'm gonna let you know you are honorary Mexican, sir. You are certified. That is a <laughs> Hispanic thing for sure. All right, okay. Yes. Yeah, it's you right, are. Right, no, you are welcome. You are invited to the carne asada. You can join <laughs> us, and we'll we'll cook for you, bro. You're, you're invited. Yeah, he would. I would have sips every once in a while, and uh, I didn't mind the taste of it or anything. And when I th- the last time I I consumed any alcohol, I want to say I was like 15, and my buddy bathroom money Tim Ewers was over, and he had the idea to take cans of Coke and put. There was a bunch of liquor in the garage, and he was like, let's mix it with like whatever sort of liquor was out there. And we were doing it, and it was fine, and it, it tasted whatever. It wasn't that good. But I, I like felt guilty while I was doing it, and something in me was just like, I don't, I don't want to do this. I don't want to be this guy. 
and he got shit faced. I did. <laughs> I, I was like babying mine. He got shit faced to the point that like my brother came home from work. My brother's a couple years older than me. And I was like, how am I going to keep him from keep my buddy Tim from talking? Because I don't want my brother finding out and he's going to fucking rat on us. <laughs> but he opens the door and looks downstairs and Tim was upside down on the stairs. And he just like lifted his head up and like looked at my brother and said, I'm drunk. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> there goes the whole thing. But, there goes the whole fucking shebang, man. Yeah, I never had like any personal bad experiences with alcohol at all because I, I never got drunk. I just had like sips here and there. But it was it was like a decision just based on my family and my bloodline that I was like, I'm fucking I'm out. I'm not doing this. So That's fair enough. Also, you save a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, you sure. <laughs> that, I was like, it's expensive. These have it. Is, yeah, it, it is. It can be. And, you know, like I think for me, um, like, especially this year, like last night we went out, obviously, and everyone was buying me drinks. So I wasn't like, no, I'm, I'm that person that if you're going to spend money on me, I'm not going to say no. Like, yeah, it's just rude. Like, it's free <laughs> alcohol. So last night I was pretty feeling, I was feeling, but also, I really haven't drank this year. I've been having a lot of like health problems, like back issues and shit. So I really been on like medication where I can't drink mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I still am, but I did last night. Cause I was like, you know what? It's, it's one night. Like it's not like I'm going to go binge drinking every night this week. Like I, that, that was me when I turned 21. I was the first thing I did. I went out for every night, almost every night for six months. Like it was like, I was out whether I had $0 or they had $5. I somehow was like, it would have been stretched it out and, that was fun for a little while, but it gets really old. So I feel like in that aspect, I feel like people think like it's so fun to go out and like be single and do all that stuff. Like it's fun, but then there's like a limit on that before it expires and it gets repetitive. Mm-hmm. And then you're just like around people that are drunk and stupid and it just, it doesn't make it fun anymore. So I think in that aspect, you're never missing out on that. Yeah. I I've never felt like I'm missing out on anything because like all of my friends drink and do all that shit. And it's, if anything, I have a role that when they want to get fucked up, I can drive and I don't mind. I still get to hang out with everybody. Nobody pressures me to do anything. Those are great friends. Yeah. Well, they know that I wouldn't go along with it anyway. So, um, but yeah, like me, me deciding to be straight edge wasn't like, there, there is an issue where I think there's, there are definitely straight edge people who are shitheads who just because they're straight edge, like it's the old, the, the old CM Punk heel bit. I'm straight edge. And that means I'm better than you. Like yeah. that attitude does exist in some straight edge people. And they think people who drink or do whatever are less than, and those people yeah, are shit. Yeah. Cause they're still coming to like, uh, yeah, devices it's, and whatnot, like, yeah. it's cartoon villain shit, but there are people out there who are like that. I just decided to be straight edge. Cause like, addiction runs in my family immediate family and otherwise and i i know myself i know i have an addictive personality and if i did not decide way before i, I could legally I like yeah <laughs> if i did not oh, i'm sorry it's a good, before so I, yeah. drink, I, I was like, i didn't want to cut you off Ian, but i was like just for the audience <laughs> to understand why there was a pause there is because we gained some some cues you know that obviously you guys can't see but it was, it was pretty good, so. <laughs> dude. Oh my god! I, it's because like I, I always have to remind him at times where it's like, oh shit, the audience doesn't realize what we look like at the like when we're talking. So I always try and take a break here and there to 
to catch them up to speed, man. But Jesus, <laughs> no. By all means, like yeah, living straight is that. For most people, it'd be hard, but it's pretty cool hearing your story, man. Like I, I, res- I like, I dig it. <laughs> I don't say I respect you more. I just feel like that's just like it's that's um, that's one of those things where it's like you either can do it or you can't, and there's no in between. Like there's people that like fight addiction all the time. Like I have people in my family that me if I miss anything for me and it doesn't have to just be alcohol it can be other stronger drugs it can be just yeah. something simple like marijuana or nicotine or whatever right it can like, be food it can be video games yeah like, it can be anything. anything addiction can be anything <laughs> it's literally it's it's too much consumption of something yeah um yeah. and that's that's good man I'm glad like you made that decision for yourself and you were able to like you know what I'm gonna do this and like it's always nice when you have friends that like don't like push you because there are some friends that like they they want to include you because they feel bad and so they'll just automatically like oh yeah man come on like you know they, but it's nice that like you have people around you that aren't gonna be like oh like look at him he's a fucking buzz kill like he just want to do it today like we're all doing it why don't you want to do it like one of us one like you yeah. know what i'm saying like so that means I've you have like never been in that situation which i think is good and i think it, it works out if you are one of my friends who drinks and i'm there because someone is going to babysit you <laughs> and i've been in the babysitter role a number of times oh we have stories about i'm i am yeah, that person yeah that. like if i'm not drinking it's one of us two who's babysitting mm-hmm. somebody it's that was just, me in tucson yeah. like, i remember like well like one one, one night in tucson I, I my first car is just a chevy suburban so i was always the one like carpooling everyone around town like to go to like college parties and whatnot and yeah, I think it was like seven people, dude, that I had to drive all throughout the city at the end of the night that were like past like drunk, like blackout drunk. And like oh, I had man. to like I had to like park take and then leave everybody there and then help the person to their to like their apartment or their dorm, get back in the car, go somewhere else. And I didn't get home, I think, till like it was like the sun was up already when I got home oh, like man. that. And I was like, fuck, I'm never doing this again. <laughs> no, we have a, a friend of ours who's like notorious for like having to be babysat and whether it's his house or the club or whatever. <laughs> so a lot of times, you know, we end up being like, I end up, I remember one time, I don't know if you're, I, I'm sure you're not, but I, I'm not either, but it was, I was single. And I remember, um, I had friends that want to go to the strip club. So I was like, all right, you know, we'll go. I'm not really like a, like I'll go. But I'm just not someone that's like in a, like buy drinks and like that. So I was driving. And so two of my friends are drinking and I was just like, and every night I had a dancer walk up to me like literally every five minutes and they're like, Oh, we are all oh, I'm here with my kids. Like I'm like joking around like I'm didn't take care of them. Like I'm making sure they're gonna get home safe. Like Yeah. I'm just that person. You know what I'm saying? Like I've I've had people I know or like, you know, a friend of a friend that's go you know, drunk driving accident passed away or DUI and you know, now they can't drive, and they need help it's like it's just it's just not worth it. And um so I would rather not. Um and that's just one of those things, man. It's like uh, people sometimes can't take responsibility for themselves. Someone else has to, but it's like that's why there's people like you and like us who can take responsibility for someone else when it when need be, even though we shouldn't have to. It's just it's what you do for your friends, man. Yeah, you do some stuff for them that you wouldn't do for anybody else. That, that I just went and let my buddy's cats out earlier today, and I'm allergic to cats. <laughs> true friend, true homie, right yeah, there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> true homie, right there. Um, so. We we talked a lot about wrestling. We talked a lot about um, like obviously the, the CM Punk thing that just happened and all this stuff. And now there's like right now the wrestling world is a buzz again. Like I, I feel like I'm back in like 2000, 
mm-hmm. and it's like WCW is like starting to go. Like it's like they're like right here and here. Like one's rising, one's kind of falling down a little bit. It's like and w- with like the way that the world is now, like having Twitter and all these like reporters and analysts, so like every second there's something new coming out. And you have these, you know, new companies. You have all this talent. The most talent I probably probably ever existed in wrestling, right? There's so many different people that have, are just so talented, whether it's on the mic or actual in ring talent, and some with both. And you have stuff right now with like uh, Vice doing these amazing documentaries about the dark side of the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have just like these stories that people don't talk about. And now all of a sudden, here we are 20 years later, they're discussing things that were happening in the prime of those eras, right? Like the the drug abuse, the steroids, the um, domestic violence, like all that crazy stuff, right? And obviously, everyone knew it was happening back then. It's just now it's not acceptable, which it should have never been acceptable in the first place. You know, people are now and able to talk now about it. people are finding out in the mainstream, where before it was like, if you're a hardcore wrestling fan, maybe you've read some of those stories. Like oh, yeah. And now it's being like broadcast on television. So even casuals and non-wrestling fans are going like, do you hear about Ric Flair? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's, yeah, it's that, crazy, that's, man. That's me. I was like, yep, I'm that casual. <laughs> that's like fucking... <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's one of those things where it's just like, there's so much happening. It's like, it's fucking crazy. Like, I, mean, I watched that entire documentary that you're talking about and about the planet, the, the planet from hell. And it's like, the fact that Ric Flair... Didn't get any repercussions, but Mr. Perfect got fired. <laughs> and you have people that like didn't say anything, and now people are trying to cancel the Undertaker. Like everyone's just like it's just like it's just like a barrage of just mm-hmm. negativity. And now there's conspiracies about Vice wanting to take down WWE, and then obviously, and then you have Owen Hart being um getting the rights to AEW. So now AEW has the rights to put him in their video game and have merchandise and. Some good news for once. For, yeah, which is amazing. <laughs> um, if you don't know, my uncle doesn't know. Owen Hart was one of like the greatest wrestlers of the '90s, coming from the from the Hart family, which is like one of the most notorious wrestling families in ever in existence. And he unfortunately passed away at Over the Edge '99 in a pay per view. He was going down from the rafters, and I guess the uh, specs weren't up to date with his gear, and he fell from the top of the arena and hit his head on the turnbuckle in the ring, and passed away. Oh, and he was live. That's one footage we'll never see. It's like locked away somewhere in a vault, probably deleted by now, um, which is good because no one needs to see that. Like, let the man rest in, rest in peace. Um, so he is like, you know, and his wife for years has hated the idea of him having rights or anything with him in WWE. And somehow AEW got the rights to him, and um, which is good. That man's legacy should be <coughs> broadcast to the world. Like, kids that are younger than us should know who that is. A big, I think a big part of it was that his his wife, Martha, did not want to let WWE have any access to his likeness or any, any way to make money off of his name because she still blames them for the accident. And she knows that if she signed over his likeness, immediately it would be, okay, let's not talk about the story. Let's sell a bunch of merchandise about him and it wouldn't really be about him. So this deal that she made with AEW to sign his rights over for shirts and toys and the video game appearance and all that stuff, the proceeds are going to go to the Owen Hart Foundation, which is a, Beautiful. Uh, a non-profit. 
So it's not even like, oh, she was she was waiting for the right amount of money. Like, mm-hmm. it's not about that. It, it was about him being properly remembered. And I don't blame her one bit for not wanting to sign over his likeness to them because they forced him to do the entrance from the top of the the arena. And he didn't oh, want to do it. And yeah. And obviously even they even talked about how they, they were just it wasn't it wasn't good. It wasn't like a mm-hmm. sturdy. It was all. Yeah. Well, that's a whole other. I mean, you got to have a lot of trust in that to be able to do something like that. I mean, sitting that for how like, a year and a year, two years in a row and was just sitting on top of arenas like I have. I don't like heights. I have a fear of heights. So the idea mm-hmm. of standing over an arena all the time grappling down from a helicopter like that's that's you are risking your life every time you do that and it's like it's funny you bring up sting because the guy who rigged up the entrance that failed where owen hart died he got that job because he claimed that he had been doing sting's entrance and sting had no idea who the guy was he had never worked with sting before so they did not vet this guy at all they just trusted him so that's a bad example of fake it till you oh, make yeah. it. Oh <laughs> like, yes. uh, horrible. And Kevin Nash told a story recently that he like he went up there into the rafters with Sting one time, and he was like, "I don't think," and he called him by his real name because he was like out of character. He was like, "I don't think Steve gets enough credit because I was up there and looking down, he's like the ring looked like a postage stamp." It's and tiny. he goes, "We're not." Ta-, he's like, "We're not talking about." He just came came down and stood there. Sting was coming down, unhooking himself, kicking ass, hooking himself back up, and going right back up. He goes, my legs were shaking just looking over the edge. Oh, yeah, fuck that. He's like, he Sting would come down and just be on for the cameras, and I don't know how he did it. (laughs) Nerves of steel, man. Yeah. Like, those types of action stars, man, are, you know, like, just entertainers. They don't, they're there, they come, they're few and far between. Yeah, no doubt. (laughs) <laughs> we gotta bring wrestling into us somehow man somehow <laughs> it wouldn't be yeah, a I... <laughs> it wouldn't be an ian content if there wasn't some kind of reference or um you know lots salute. of comments are coming through on the halloween series about how i keep throwing wrestling terms into the videos and i'm like i do that in real life like I, it's not like I'm going. You're like it's a part of my, of my, it's a part of my personality. Damn it. <laughs> it! It really is. Like my girlfriend and I, there's this one Japanese restaurant over here that we always go to. We love it, and every time we go there, the guy hooks us up with like free crab rangoon because oh. we're we're like always there. And I, instead of saying like, "Oh, this guy loves us" or "This guy appreciates us." Like he he brought it over and he walked away and I looked at my girlfriend I was like man we're over as fuck. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, everything I say I just speak it in wrestling terms I can't help it. That's all right man <laughs> that's all right. All right I'm gonna kick it over to my co-host here I, mean, I know he has a a question waiting for you. Yeah. Wait okay shoot uh, I had a brain fart there. <laughs> no um. <laughs> <laughs> god damn i lost track of where this conversation was headed if i'm being honest that's but... all right it's all right don't mark out it's okay no i'm no yeah. I'm, I'm rolling with it okay just give me a minute <laughs> to think people like but no like what what's like it. uh i don't know well, the topics is like birthdays right so i was like yeah. what's like one of those birthdays that you knew that was just like memorable like with you and your friends um mr ian from 616 entertainment like that's like, a good question Go ahead, go ahead. I don't want to cut you off. No, no, no. Like I'm like. I'm and one more thing, we'll make sure to spell the six one six correct this time. I promise you, sir. <laughs> yeah, no problem. No, dude. 
everybody does that, like 616 Space Entertainment. And it's my fault because I'm the one who fucking came up with it and it's just jammed together. <laughs> so like You're like, I forgot any- to hit the space button, people. <laughs> when- <laughs> Anytime it's it's like wrong, I tell people and they're like, No, I did put a space. And I'm like, No, goddammit, there is no space. <laughs> but, that was and me. then some people ask why, and I'm like, I don't know, because that's how I wrote it the first time I wrote it. I don't know. It, I think on YouTube, if you even if you type it the right way and hit search, I think it says did you mean and it, it does. Space, it does do that. that. No! I, can, I can verify that. Let me try it. It right does now. do that. Yeah. Ba- try back to your favorite that. birthday memory, um, Mister Mister Great. Uh, it's, it's funny because like I don't. It's not my birthday that I'm thinking of. Um, the first thing that popped into my head was uh, my girlfriend, the beautiful Tara Darcy. The first one of her birthdays that we spent together, I wanted to make it memorable and special. So. I invited a bunch of her friends over to my place for like a surprise party and I got her a cake and I decorated and all this shit. And I, there's just certain parts of that night that I remember that I find funny where we were like where I used to live. The house was like on one side of the street, but to get over there, there was like this big wrap around you had to do. Cause like in the middle of the street, there was this fucking like retention pond or whatever. It was a whole thing. But driving down the far side of the street, two of her friends were walking towards us, like heading to my house. So like, as they were walking towards us, I didn't want her to see her own friends and be tipped off to it. So I don't remember what I said, but like I saw them and I just went like, did you see that fucking tree? And she like turned and like looked to the left, totally missed her friends. And then I had to like, go an extra block down to give them time to like get where they needed to be. It was funny. And, uh, I, I had like, I had her favorite movie playing on the TV when we got there, which my other buddy set up. So it was time properly. Yeah. Birthday memory. I, th- I think of one of hers. I don't even think of one of mine. So, Oh, so are we a romantic here, sir? Oh, I definitely sounds like it. Funny. I was going to say, ah, it's funny because a Ted like Mosby, I see she's not into, uh, like she's not into the mushy shit, but I am. So it's 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 always funny that way. That's a good dynamic, man. That's how you, that's how you keep it interesting. You can't yeah, you can't be sure. too alike, but you have to be enough alike to where you know you have that you have that uh, chemistry. Yeah, I want to know about your guys' birthday memories. That's what oh, I want to know. Dude. <laughs> you want to go the first? first? Because I don't have. Yeah. I, honestly, my, my yeah, birthday is always no. a letdown in some form or fashion. Like it just something always oh, happens. No. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. It's one of those things. Um, and my my co-host here is born on the fourth of July, so, yeah. so you know it's like one of the shittiest too, like, times to have a birthday. <laughs> it's a, it's America's birthday, but it's all yeah. Hits. It's always it's always America's, bro. I'm, I'm but like, hey, I always remember. My birthday is like the fine print at the at the end of the um the pharmaceutical commercials. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know where they start whispering the fine print at the end of the commercials. That's that's my yeah, birthday in in regards to freaking you know the, the United States All the of America. <laughs> yeah, um, um, but the first this one actually really like the first time we hung out after school. No, when we became friends was your birthday. Oh, was we're that, bringing up. Also, you're bringing up. So yeah, you I'm going, you I'm going back to the beginning. Yeah, I'm going back to the beginning, man. 
because <laughs> what, 10 years like, ago i had never hung out with this kid like outside of school yeah <laughs> and he's like hey man i'm having a birthday party in like in the foothills which is like a suburbs outside of our city but i was like all right cool i'll go and he doesn't tell me anything else so i just show up like dress nice for as nice as any middle schooler can dress to like <laughs> to a freaking middle school birthday party and I show up, and they're, like, in the backyard. He's like, I just hear them yelling in the backyard. They're like, oh, we're in the backyard. So I go. And it's a freaking pool party, and I'm in, like, a bite-up shirt and jeans. <laughs> and and I'm, like, I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't swim, man, because I didn't bring any clothes. And he's like, didn't I tell you? I was like, no, no, you didn't. This, I was like, all you said is if, I, if you wanted me to come to your party. And then this, I before I even met her, she didn't even introduce herself, like, he has like this aunt of his, or was it aunt or my, yeah, my aunt's? Yeah, my grandma. She's like, she just looks at me. She's like, "What kid? You're not gonna swim?" I was like, "We have this <laughs> pool here." I was like, "No, I can't swim. I don't have clothes." And she's like, "That's not a problem." And she freaking just shoves me. <laughs> like, Keep in mind, with, this like, woman. This woman is like never a met her before. Like, five three. My man oh here my is like God. six. Like at least at that time, like six two, six three. Probably two feet. No, dude. I want to say I was like, no, I was closer. I was under six foot in seventh grade. But yeah, I was. No, big bro. Dude, you were like, you were like six foot coming out out the womb, my man. Come I on. I want to say I was like five ten, bro, in sixth or seventh grade. And I was but like five foot flat. Regardless, I didn't think she was gonna push me. That's why I was like, no, I don't have clothes. <laughs> and then next, you know, I just feel like this, like sharp, like you know, like jab in my back, and I just freaking fall. Like it's like the slowest fall ever, too. It's like extra dramatic and like, like as i'm falling, falling yeah as i'm falling i'm like trying to rip my wallet and phone like i was of, gonna ask like, did you have stuff in your pocket yes like- i had everything in my pocket <laughs> i literally showed up in the first 15 minutes to this guy's birthday party and i lost my phone because it was it was it was one of the <laughs> first uh i don't know if you remember them the lg chocolate touch it was oh, like, oh, they're so dude, nice, dude. Too. And it was dead. Like, even after, like, r- like a whole day of, like, rice, you know, in a bowl of rice, like, no, I had to get a whole new phone. And that was, like, our first time hanging out outside of school was me getting, like, soaked. And then oh having to, <laughs> and then I just had to, like, I had to wait till, like, I think one of your cousins or something brought clothes because he was, like, older than us. My cousin Jojo has like the same size as you, so they had they had trunks. I don't know why she just offered you to give a pair of his trunks because you guys are like the same size. He was a little bigger, so you had to fit in his clothes. I don't know why she didn't wait. Mexican, yeah, black so, you, bro. So I had, to, I had to get out of the pool and then go like get this clothes on and then wait for my clothes to get like washed and dried or whatever. Yeah, washed and dried them and everything. Damn, he had it. He had it. I knew he was waiting to talk about that since we started. And then the podcast, I swear. And then like the to like top it off. Because I didn't have my phone and my parents didn't know like what phone to call, because I wasn't answering past like I guess curfew. Because we ended up, sta- I ended up somehow staying at your house that night. Yeah, like, driving. Uh, so I wasn't even at the place where they dropped me off. We went to like his house after the party. <laughs> so I'm completely like gotten at that point. I was just embracing it, you know. I was like, whatever happens, happens. And then the next morning, like I call, I call my parents, and then my parents are like over here screaming at me. Because, like, they were literally driving, like, halfway across the town looking for me. And there was, like, no one at the place where the party was at when they went to go and try to pick me up. <laughs> oh, man. And I'm surprised they let me hang out with you again, dude. Because, like, I, like, it was the first time. Like, they hadn't even met, like, your parents or anything. It was I'm, just, like, a bunch of... I tell you, I am not the best 
first impression for some people. It is what it is. I mean, oh, dude, I just to jump on before you get to a birthday story, <laughs> just to jump on that. I've been known to have bad first impressions. And I remember one time my buddy, Matt Nix, um, we went over to his house for, I want to say it was Mayweather versus Pacquiao. He had a bunch of people over for the fight and I thought it was funny. And I only knew him and like a couple other people. And then there were like 10 people I had never met before, but I thought it was funny. I was like, did you guys see this? The fight got canceled. And they're like, what do you mean? And I turned my phone and I just had this a picture of this huge dick on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> see, we would be friends. That is hilarious. <laughs> but like his girlfriend at the time, who I'm really good friends with now, she she was not a fan. <laughs> she was not a fan at all. But I thought that was a really good bit. That's funny. Oh, no, that that's, was a that's, great fucking bit. That's that, we, we've we've had that, you know, though, we've had, like, some things. Like, we have a group chat that it's like that. We're like, oh, check us out, guys. It's like, some, it's like oh, yeah, it's a good. And it's, just, it's a setup. It's always yeah. a setup. And I think that bit was better than that fight. <laughs> yeah, that fight was god awful. That fight was yeah. five years too late. It was too late, and Pacquiao's shoulder was fucked up. It just... At that point, it's like don't just don't even do it because it's not it's not what it should have been. But oh, no, you know, Mayweather waited for him to get out of his prime to fight that fight. He knew. I feel like that's. I don't. It was a couple fights ago. I saw like Mayweather versus Canelo two was trending, and people were like, "How would Canelo do against Mayweather in a rematch?" I think he'd like, I think he'd whoop his ass now. It's like Floyd's bro. A- that head movement. That head yeah, movement is insane. ridiculous. Canelo, that yeah, no. Canelo was great going into like I, the Mayweather fight, and he got so much better after. in that fight and after. Yeah, like, man, like the progress. Floyd would never, he would never take it now. He'd be a fool to take it now because Canelo would beat the shit out of him. Oh, yeah, and he's bigger. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah back then Canelo just had, like, the muscles on him, but now he has the speed, yeah. and he can match, like, Floyd's movement. So it's just, like, everybody. And to his credit, I think that's what happens when you fight someone as good as Floyd when you're young. like. To think that he did not learn a shitload in there, like, oh man, I need to be so much better, and he is now. So He's amazing, now. <laughs> one of the best in the world, yeah, um, for sure. No, I was going to go off of the first impressions. I have one that I'm thinking of right now, and we were at a, one of our local bars. It's actually my initials. It's ROP. It's Ricky's other place, nice. and um, our friend was bringing new guard on us, which he hasn't done in a while. So obviously, like you know, I'm the friend that's I'm going to be myself regardless. So if you don't get along with me when I'm like myself or like really bad you're not gonna me when i'm really good so she had these really long nails and i think you know i'm going with this mr july she has some really long nails like those really long i, I usually call them ghetto nails because they're like so long like friday if you're seeing friday it's his girlfriend they're like this fucking long i know they can't see but you know what i mean if you've seen friday you know craig's yeah. girlfriend has some long ass nails and i've always <laughs> wondered so i asked her i asked her i was like hey i have a question for you she said what's that i just i, think I remember how, how you wipe your ass <laughs> how you do it yep. <laughs> Yep, and, and everyone just looked at me and I just felt everyone like, why the fuck did you ask that question? But I was genuinely curious and I, was, I never had the opportunity to do that. So I was genuinely curious and she answered it and I was like, I don't believe you, but okay. Like, <laughs> uh, and I don't think she no, ever came bro. around for that. That was for other reasons, but she never came back around ever again. But Or like the um, Elvis, <laughs> the, fuck, what's the that? fuck Elvis, when we went to the other <laughs> bar, we met that other girl. 
there's so many like even the last <laughs> i, I want to hear this story. oh go ahead go ahead july <laughs> no we show up to like this other shit because you gotta understand for a town of a hundred thousand people there's a lot of shitty bars like there's yeah. there's not a lot of good ones but we show up to this bar that i don't think any of us had really gone to right like they had like karaoke there that night which i don't know it was kind of weird because it was just out in the open you know but um we show up we get our drinks and we like we meet this like these new types of like uh, people that we were getting to know you know that eventually some of them did become like friends of ours but like there's this girl there that that we talk to now as like uh, like i said like a friend and uh, we're just trying to like have a general discussion here about like again how we started this conversation of music and then and then somehow like you wouldn't think like a like a like a 22 or 23 year old girl starts off with like talking about elvis you know as like <laughs> like music she like solicit to because that's like so like that's that's almost boomer like level of like uh, yeah a long time ago. yeah and then ozzy's just like out of blue he's just like man fuck elvis like <laughs> <laughs> and this this girl like immediately went like zero to like 100 like 100 like, her, like she her took blood was heart. boiling she her blood was like she was looking at him like she had just like he had just like you know disrespected like Every ounce of her existence, like in those, like, but it wasn't like, man, fuck Elvis. Was like, not nah, man, fuck Elvis. Like, it was like, it was like one of those things where you just say it, and if someone gets your sense of humor or is a lot like you, you know, they're not gonna like take offense to it. But she did. She took it as the first. One. Yeah, she definitely <laughs> as the first one. Because I have my first time meeting them. You know, what I'm saying like I don't. I'm again, first impressions. I'm not the greatest. Some people, I feel like our first impression was really good. That's not always the case. And apparently two people that don't have good first impressions are good at first impressing each other. So that's Yeah, sometimes. That's fair enough. <laughs> that's fair enough. Um Yeah, no. First impressions, man. There's there's this one time where we went to celebrate like a friend's a birthday and she had like a girlfriend with her. Never spoke to her the whole night we were out. But at some point she, was she tried to punch me or was it I was with Jules. With Jules and Lupita, remember that? Oh yeah, they were like talking mad shit. She's like, "I'll I'll beat your ass," and I was just like, "You will not. Like, I'm not gonna hit you." But you, I will never not. even <laughs> looked at this girl, man. We're literally like, just, like I'm talking- actually, "No, you complimented her." She said something, and you like, "Yeah, yeah," and she was like, "No, fuck you. I'll beat your ass." And I was like, "Yo, yo, chill, <laughs> chill." I was like, "Okay, and, well, yeah, that night, you said fuck Elvis." Yeah, <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, no, but I have a story about last night. So last night we go to another bar here. It's actually one of the better bars here. They actually take cars, not cash only. So that's kind of nice. You know, when you want to go out and they don't, it's not Mm -hmm. cash only. So it's rare. Um, and so I'm, I'm wearing this Jersey, you know, kind of the same up. I just have my hair done or whatever. And I'm sitting down at a table and it's like, they're playing They have a DJ there. So really good music. They're actually playing really good music, which I was very surprised by. And this guy, this obviously we live in a military town. So a lot of Marines come out of the bars this guy walks up to me out of nowhere. He's like, I think I know you from high school. And I'm looking at this guy like, I've never met you goofy ass like white dude in my life. Like, I I know some goofy white dudes. You are not one of them. And he's like, yeah, man. Did you go to a blah, blah, blah? I was like, nah. I was like, I'm, like, I'm from here. And he goes, oh. He's like, oh, I thought you were a friend of mine in high school. He, he's a rapper. And I had the best answer because it's all the time. He's like, I'm not a rapper, man. I'm a podcaster. And it was, like, so quick. And... So I saw him. And he goes, oh, I'm sorry about that, man. Like, no problem. And he just, like, walked away. So then I go to the bathroom. And this drunk guy next to us talking about, oh, he's like, it's crazy, you know? And I'm like, oh, fuck, here we go. We're about to have a conversation I don't want to have. Like, I'm already like, he's like, it's crazy, you know? Like, these kids are not going to know about Michael Jordan. 
And I'm like, oh, like, obviously I'm wearing, I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 that's crazy, man. I'm like talking to him or whatever. So I'm like washing my hands, trying to get out of there. And then that same guy is sitting there by the door and is like, hey, man, I'm just going to call you Gavin the rest of the night. And I was like, and I was like, you do that, man. And we left my bear for that. So I, I didn't see him anymore. I just thought that was weird. He thought I was a rapper. I was like, I mean, I mean if I had my hair longer and it was curly again, I, you could say almost Malone, you know, like almost post Malone. <laughs> but like, it's not, I am not a rapper at all. Like, you just need a couple more face tats, bro. Dude, no. <laughs> That reminds me of uh, my my podcast co-host. We call him the artist. And it's because like I gave all my friends nicknames. The backstory to his nickname, the artist formerly known as Mike Charles, was he didn't have a nickname. And he was at my house and somebody <laughs> was like Charles. I just love how like you had to like, you know, highlight that. But yeah, keep yeah. going. Um somebody asked who he was and I didn't have a nickname for him. So I just stole Prince's gimmick. And I was like, Oh, it's the artist formerly known as Mike Charles. And it's stuck. It's been like 15 years. <laughs> That's great. <But laughs> he was at a bar where a bunch of like, like a circle of, I was not there. It was like a circle of our friends, but then like other circles of other friends, friends. So it was like this big get together and somebody who was friends with one of our friends who had never met either of us before, the artist is in the bathroom. He's taking a piss. And this guy comes in and he's shit faced. And he's like, Oh, you. And he was like, what? He goes, I know you, you're um, the music. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't remember that his nickname was the artist. The artist. He called him the music. <laughs> and he was just like, yeah sometimes we call them the music now <laughs> <laughs> yeah no uh piggybacking on that um there's this thing that we this bit we used to do in, in, when i lived in tucson at the university of arizona and uh when we used to go to college parties me and my uh my my other very like long, long life uh friend uh steven who's a, who was like my roommate for a few years we we would go to parties with our other friends and we would always introduce him as like the doctor because we would always he, introduce him as a pre-med like a uh, major so all of these freaking girls would always be like coming up to him you know and asking him for like his number or his like snapchat whatever nowadays <laughs> because they're like oh we want to date somebody that's gonna be a doctor and i don't know how yeah. many like girls numbers we got but it became a thing where he would just have like you know like random people like texting him or like sending him like snaps and stuff and every party would go to they'd be like oh shit it's dr steven you know and like (laughs) and nothing to do with like he didn't have a clue in the world with like how to you know how to put on a band-aid like he's just not not medically gifted at all but that was like (laughs) our thing is everywhere we showed up he was dr steven because that's That's just how yeah it was just no. That's not no. That's 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 Stephen though. That is. <laughs> we also call him the drug lord because he's Colombian. So it's just another another joke. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or the Colombian connection. Yeah. The Colombian connection. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah, we have a, we have a few. Uh, well, you know, if you're not a little bit racist with some of your with your homies, are you really friends? Like, you got to have inside jokes with each other. Like. The things that I would say, I'll, I'll tell you after the podcast, and we just call each other all the time. It's great. Like it's one of those things where it's like we're a friend group where it's like you can't like you got to know. We obviously know our bounds now. Obviously, I've said some jokes that I had to retire because they're just 
they're just too much. And it's like, yeah, I know how that goes. I, I didn't realize how bad they were until it wasn't like laughter. It was like, Ooh, like it was like quiet and like everyone just looking at me I'm like, oh, that was too much, wasn't it? Like that was a, there's the line and I just just stepped over a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I'm the person that does it most of the time. There always is that line. Like I, I think, and it's fucked up to look back on it, but people used to drop the hard F-bomb all the time. Like when you were growing up, it was just part of the lexicon. And then you get older and realize like, oh, this is like a very real word that hurts people. Yeah. I've never heard that word more than when I made gay friends who drop it all the time. So yeah, it's like, it's, it's like um, <laughs> I don't know, I don't like comparing it, but it, it's like it is like just everyone has their own yeah, time, and you like, gotta, we, you gotta like, know, know where it is. I know, growing up, my dad, we're we're he's literally almost full of my culture. We call each other uh, wetbacks, you know. Like we wouldn't say like the s word, we wouldn't say that word, but we'd say you know wetback, you know beaner. He would call us beaners. You know, like it's just like that's what I grew up knowing as, and like people I knew was called that by their parents. So this is like, it's just how we talk to each other, you know. And it's just like, but oh, however, yeah. someone else were to call me like, oh, that that I don't know, and you just call me that. Yeah. Like, story, we're gonna fight. But Say, excuse me, excuse me, <laughs> you're talking about. I'm not even. I'm, I'm Italian, man. You talking also, about? sometimes, yeah. sometimes it's surprising. <laughs> Cause like you could say some really like fucked up shit to your friends, and they'll be cool with it, but. You can say something and it'll take them by surprise, you know, like where you say something that's like pretty PG for like the norm and then they get super offended and it's just like, oh shit, like, well, you just fucked up because now we know you have like another like, like yeah. <laughs> another like level to you that you didn't want us to like know about like, no, yeah, just add no, it. definitely. It's like, you're it's just, like when the jackass guys find out Bam was afraid of snakes. Oh, oh that was so <laughs> fucked up. That, oh, that that every time I watch that skit, I'm just like, oh man, I feel so bad for you. I, I think it was <laughs> oh, like yeah. during like one of the 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 point five movies where they they explained that bit, and I think Jeff mm-hmm. Tremaine's like, when we designed this, we were like. We're not getting him out until he starts crying on camera, and it's just like that's when you knew, like every, like everybody agreed to that. Like I was just like, fuck, because because so for all the painful shit and all the stupid shit that they've done to themselves over the last like twenty years, like I don't crying hasn't been a big one like for them. So the fact that they broke that man like in that like it, it only lasts like what like three to five minutes like something like that yeah but and they just they get him so hard like that when they locked him in that trailer with the cobra that oh was the that one was time. fucked up that's the third Dude. one yeah. and then in in one of them it might have been 3.5 it's like on the blu-ray uh they're like hey go sneak up on tremaine and the floor gives out and he's it is in that i pit. think it's i think that's also <laughs> the same movie and it's like fake snakes. He's all scared. Oh, you guys got me. And they yeah. put a giant and python behind him. And he looks back and he's like, oh, and he's like trying to get out. Like he's just stuck. And, that's, and that's- he's so scared that like he was selling the fake snakes. Yeah. Like just the image of them. He was like, I don't even think he realized they were fake because he wouldn't look at them. Yep. When they dumped like uh, hundreds was, more, he was. When he gets out and he goes to sit down and like take a breath and they throw a cord on him. The fucking, he like falls <laughs> off of his chair, bro. Like, it's, <laughs> no. Well, I, I remember that specific line. He's like, I'm going to see if I can get an earlier flight, flight home. <laughs> He's like, fuck you. <laughs> like, he, fuck this. Yeah, uh, no. But back to well, Jackass 4 is coming out. We'll, we'll, we'll have to talk about that. That'd be that'd yeah. be a fun one. That's gonna be hopefully it's the last one for just for their health. 
I think it will be for all of them. Um, Steve-O was talking about Knoxville does a bit, another bit with a bull. And apparently he got knocked unconscious for like several minutes. And Steve-O was like, Knoxville can't take any more concussions. If you're hearing something like that from Steve-O in Knoxville, what did he go through? It must have been horrible. Oh, so yeah. This, I remember Steve-O was doing the Hot Ones interview. And he talks about like one of the wildest nights was I think he was in college and he got so drunk that somebody like the people at the party convinced him to jump off the balcony of like the apartment complex he was at. And he broke his freaking face, dude. Like he almost died. Yeah, he broke his skull. And like that's he, gnarly. And he just remembers saying like he woke up in the hospital like on drugs or whatnot, like pain meds, and he's just like I'm a badass motherfucker. Like he just like <laughs> completely like wrote it off because he was just young and dumb. And, like, oh man, no. But uh, back to birthday. I have a lot of bad ones. I have some good ones though. Like I, I want to go like a one that I remember as a kid because, like growing up as a kid, I had a lot of friends in school, but not a lot of friends out of school. So I was kind of like always at home alone, playing some No Mercy, whatever. Like I'd play a lot of games with myself, but I play with my like. My wrestlers, I would like literally do commentary for myself and like talk. And, like, oh, yeah. That's what I did, right? That was like my way to like kind of like pass by time and do stuff. I think I was in middle school and I remember we have like a small park over here. We call it the Castle Park before it's it's been like a few different names, but we had a they have like a like, little like um, you rent out like, a little area and you have like you know you can like cook out or whatever stuff there. And I remember like, one year with my dad, um, it was his weekend for my birthday and like no one showed up. Like it was just me and my dad and like my stepmom at the time and like one of his friends that showed up. And I literally didn't get anything. Like we had like no money. We had like we went to like fries or like if you know, if it was like for you guys like a jewel, like the small like got the the you know the cheapest chips, like the ten for ten burgers. Like we literally could barely afford it to begin with. And I remember sitting there crying because I was just like I have friends of mine that like they have like these like, awesome parties and like you know, like they have, a, they have a pool, they have a, you know, they have two parents that are together. It's like, for me, it was just like a lot, like a lot of things that happened at one time. And that wasn't sad because my dad and like did everything he had at the time, like literally like his last cent to like have like that little like get together with all of us. So it wasn't his fault. Like I just felt bad. I was just like, damn, like that's like, that sucked. I remember that like really, really sucking. My 18th birthday, really, really sucking. Like welcome to adulthood was a fucking kick to the dick with spikes on it, bro. It was awful. Yeah. Um. But here we are, five years later. You know, turning twenty three, and I tell you, like, even twenty one wasn't great. Like, I had a lot of stuff like change, and so like, I didn't really get to spend with everyone I wanted to. But last year, when I started this big piece right here in my arm, we were at one of our friends' houses, and um, I met girlfriend there and some other friends. And obviously, I couldn't drink too much because I was bleeding a lot still. So I was like, kind of like babysitting a little bit, and but I was having a good time because everyone, for the first time as an adult, that I was an adult, everyone was together that could. <coughs> It was the first time because something always happened where someone couldn't be there. They were like, it was just, it sucked. And we were just sitting there and having a good time. And I'm bleeding like a stuffed pig, as JR would say. Like, I'm literally, like, ble- I had like a little hoodie on and I'm bleeding all over. Like, I had like stains all over the bottom of the arm. It was just like covered in blood. Mm-hmm. You look like, and, um, like, I'm just going to make this comparison here for the audience so that they, you know, obviously they need to know. Uh, like, when your mom takes a roast out of the freezer to defrost. That's what your arm looked like, like covered in saran wrap, and it was just like yeah, bloody pulp. Yeah. It was just blood everywhere, and blood and plasma and all this shit that was just leaking out. And like I would keep pulling it up, and it was just so wet. And I was like, oh, I hate this feeling, but it has to stay on until like another hour or two. Like I have to leave it on. 
it's like fuck i hate this but it was like a good time you know like i know um when i turned 21 the week after we went to tucson like that's where all our friends were at. So we went to tucson to have like a good time and everyone everyone was kissing my ass make up to me because they missed it or whatever so everyone won. it was a good time that when we had almost everyone there and that was another good time we have plenty of those doing some dumb shit up there and uh they even call it up bigger you, yuma like even before you turned 21 like yeah. i don't know if it was, it was we were in tucson it was you and me and steven and uh everybody else went out to like to downtown to like the nightclubs and whatnot and i think it was I, the last weekend before i turned 21 and we were at meg's yeah. apartment and we had two gallons of jungle juice that we finished all together just three of us and they get home from the club when we are shit-faced drunk yeah mm-hmm. for god knows what reason and I'm like, no, we didn't finish it. We didn't finish the second gallon. We got close, we had, though. We literally had like a quarter we had left, like, left. Yeah. And then Meg, which is like our good friend Meg, <laughs> Meg Bomb, everybody, uh, she shows up and it's like, Steven's just like, Meg, take this away from us. We can't anymore. You know, we're, we're done. <laughs> Ozzy's like, about, Ozzy's about to pass out. Like, or if not, you were I ordered, asleep. you know what? I think I ordered Whataburger and I had like, Whataburger is like a southern chain. It's mm-hmm. really, it's like, imagine like a Burger King burger. And then like McDonald's fries, so that's like the size you're getting. Just it's delicious. It's just Texas, it's Texas. It's just that's, like it's everything's Texas bigger in, in Texas. Texas. A, a bun, a hamburger bun. Yeah, it's, it's Texas <laughs> it's in between hamburger bun. Um, and but, um, yeah, it was a that was again. There's some good memories there, you know. Like, she chugged it, man. Like Meg oh, showed up from the club, <laughs> and like Stephen handed it to her, and I think she misunderstood us because she was kind of tipsy too because she had just Ubered home, and. Like Steven was like, take this take this away. And I think she just was like, All right. And she, she just stands there in the living room in front of us. And she just chugs like whatever's left of the gun. And we're just looking at her. And we're just like, Oh Damn. gosh. Like you're gonna feel that in the morning. And sure enough, yeah, everybody died. And then but I think me and Steven only slept like three or four hours. And then we went to it was either Bobos or IHOP. I don't remember. I think it was Bobos. I think it was the Bobos because Toledo was in yeah. town. Everyone, everyone, there's only eight of us in a one bedroom apartment. Okay, that like I passed out on the floor. Oh, I woke up in the bed. Um, there was like three of us on the bed, and then there was like three people in the couches that were like super tiny, like and yeah, on the floor. Yeah. Like it was just like no yeah, one could I, go home. I, everyone was just. I, gone. I fell asleep no on a chair and I woke up because my neck was hurting so bad, and then. Uh, <laughs> Steven was like asleep on the kitchen floor. Like, oh, Jesus. And I woke him up and he's like, You want, you want biscuits and gravy? And he was like, Yeah. <laughs> That's like, we just like, cause this place in Tucson is like some of the best, like giant fucking biscuits and gravy, like you can ever, and it's affordable. It's not like expensive. It's like a landmark, like diner there in, in Tucson if you ever have a chance to get to go. But it's called Bobo's. It's, it's amazing. And that sounds amazing. I trust any place called Bobo's. <laughs> amazing yeah um fuck i had a question god damn it i'm gonna ask like, this and then i was like fuck i forgot <laughs> god damn it um while you gather uh that chugging story reminded me of it, it this starts like a bad story but it finishes funny um <laughs> it was the morning i got the call that my dad had passed oh. away your brother and i had to head to his house my dad's house to deal with all that and then immediately we're faced with all of this like oh we now have to like empty this entire house out we have to learn how to sell a house like because it was my dad's house like me and my brother live elsewhere 
just a shitload of work, ungodly amount of work, very overwhelming, very scary. And I remember there was like in the kitchen, there was like this big bottle of vodka and there was like a quarter of the bottle left and it didn't have a cap on it. And I, I noticed that. I just said to my brother, I was like, there's no cap on that bottle. And he picked it up and slammed the whole thing. And like, I always see in movies, people are like, ah, and they, they do this like really hard breath after like drinking vodka, totally no sold it straight face and then went, let's get to work. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how the day started. Wow. That is, that is a story right there. Chugging is- stories, man. Um, Dude, there's always there was, something. Oh, there was this time like- where a, like a friend of ours, we were at Ozzy's house. And he was, he's a beer drinker. He, he loves his beer, but, um, it's also like, I always make fun of him because it's like, it's light beer, you know? So it's like, man, you have to drink like, you know, like a lot more of this than like a couple, like a couple like liquor drink, you know, a couple of like shots or whatever. And he was all like, no, 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 it's the same thing, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, I know you're not going to finish like that 24 pack or whatever, like tonight. And uh, I was like, I'm. I don't have anywhere to go. I, I already like I had already told Oz. I was like, I'm spending the night, bro. I'm sleeping on your couch because we were just trying to have a good time. And then I had brought like a bottle of like Maker's Mark, which is like for 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 everyone that doesn't know, Maker's Mark is higher proof whiskey than than like traditional whiskey. It's like 45 or 46 or 47. I don't know. And I was already like about I want to say like what halfway Oz, something like that. And on the Nawe, you're King Shark, bro. And he, he has, was like, just like the highest shit. alcohol tolerance. He was talking like a lot of shit. So, cause, <laughs> cause I was like, I was trying to take my time. I was making drinks for myself. You know, I'm like, okay, I'm going to enjoy this, you know, cause it was those bottles gifted to me. And then he's all like, yeah, like, okay, I'm probably not going to drink, but you're not going to finish that. And I was like, bet. And I just grabbed it. And in front of everybody, like before, as they're like, some of them are leaving, I'm like, you're going to w- wait. And then I just like, I proceed to just start. And once I start, I'm like, I've made a mistake. Like as soon as like it's <laughs> like I had the first like gulp, I was like, I can't back out now. I was like, okay, we're doing this. <laughs> and it was it went from like a power like chug to like the last like the the throat of the bottle was like pain. And then like I like set it down and this this man just has like his wa- mouth wide open just staring at me like in awe of like what just happened in front of him and i'm just like how's that i was like i was like how's that motherfucker and he just looks at me and he's all like he's quiet he didn't say <laughs> shit to me like the whole night hands up and then brother. i was like the rest of the night i was like okay i hope i don't throw up but if i feel like throwing up i'm just going to go throw up and I did it. Like it was, I. You passed the I, fuck out on the couch, so you were throwing like a madman. That I remember. Yeah. Because yeah. I woke up and I was like, "Yo, bro, you're like, what? Shut the fuck up. I'm trying to sleep." <laughs> 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 like, were you loud, bro? Like, um, I just drank a bottle of whiskey. I was like, you know, normally, like, I wasn't like. It's like I'm not even on this planet. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? like I was oh, like, head rush and everything. Like that's that's like one of those moments where I was like drunk, but I didn't feel like uh i don't even call it like i was out of control <laughs> you know you sure? like I, well yeah like an out-of-body experience yeah like i was just like okay i'm writing this and this is like it felt like a roller coaster <laughs> i'm sure it did i'm just glad you didn't throw up on the roller coaster <laughs> i was surprised myself that night honestly i was like uh maybe i should st- 
take a break from drinking after that because I was like, this tolerance is not helping me at all. Like, uh, I've got a real gross drunk throw up story if you want to hear it. I have, dude. You, do it. <laughs> <laughs> my buddy, it was it was that same night that I told you about earlier where uh, my buddy Bathroom Money Tim Ewers got shit-faced for the first time ever. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> he was so obliterated, and it was like the first time he'd ever really had anything to drink, that he was like laying on the couch like he was practically in a coma. And then I remember like looking over at him, and his eyes opened, and he goes, I'm going to be sick. And I don't know why he said it like that. I've never, he never before or since has he worded it like that. It's usually just like, I'm going to throw up. But what he said was, I'm going to be sick. And I went, no, you're not. And he goes, yes, I am. So I ran like into the laundry room and there was like, uh, like some, some like big bowl, like an old, like butter dish or something. And I just gave it to him. I was like, here, if you need this, here you go. And he proceeded to fill it to the brim oh, and was still throwing up. Uh, so he got up with this whole like bowl of puke, still throwing up into it as he got into the laundry room, started throwing up into like the, the big sink in there, dumped the entire bowl of puke into it. And it smells like throw up and like some sort of whiskey at this point. It was horrendous. And he then leaves that room, lays back on the couch, and goes to sleep. I, like, ten minutes later, had to go in there for something. And I walk in that room, and it smelled so fucking bad. Everything that he had thrown Mm -hmm. up, the chunks clogged the sink. Oh, no. I had to reach in, wrist deep, and pull chunks of thrown up chicken out of the fucking sink drain. So it could all all go down it was oh. horrible and uh yeah i told you i've been the babysitter a number of times there you go <laughs> oh no yeah i've i have one that's comparable to that and oh i'm sure so our friend our friend nick who's been on a few of that podcast oh, so yeah. some of the honest will know him there was one night we're at my house and he gets for some reason he eats a bunch of mcdonald's before we drink which, you know, usually it's not a bad idea to have something in your system before you drink so that you don't, you have something to absorb the alcohol. And then you're like an empty stomach. It makes you, it just may mess with your stomach. He gets so drunk. He, first off, he breaks my, the bar stool we have for our, our island. He just fucking snaps the top of it off. Then goes, to, I need to take a shower. So we go to get him in the shower. He gets out of the shower and I look, I, I smell something in my shower. So I have like a walk-in shower with like stone all around it and like a small drain in the middle. And I could smell just like the most ungodly. It's probably something you were smelling. Same thing. Just god awful. And I look in the fucking shower and there's chunks of french fries, McChicken all over my shower. And of course, it being McDonald's, you can easily identify all the food groups. Like. You, yeah, you can <laughs> like, yes, you can. And I'm like, oh my god, I have to clean this up. And I, I have a very sensitive nose, like, like scents that are very strong, whether they're good or bad smell, hit very hard. So mm-hmm. I get, I go in my room, I get a t-shirt, I wrap it around my mouth, so I can like cover like the smell from coming in. And our other like friend of ours has a weak stomach, no? right? He can't hear. He has a gag. He can't hear someone gag. He'll throw up. So he's all. I have it on video too. I wish I could show it, but yeah, I, I remember getting just, like the the live. He gets all hyped up. He like runs into there. the bathroom. <laughs> he looks into this the, like the shower. He sees the throw up and starts gagging. 
And then it runs outside and is throwing up in my front yard because he couldn't handle the sight. So not only am I, I had to deal with one, I have to deal with two now. Luckily, I had another friend of ours to help me clean it, like mop it up and get all that shit out of there. And I had to clean out my sink. I had to clean out all that stuff. They had to fix the stool. And then passes out in my in my bed right over here. And like I'm like, I swear on all that I love, if you throw up in my bed, in my expensive bed that I just had gotten, like not that long before I had a Tempur-Pedic, I was like, I will shove my foot so far up your ass. You're going to taste it for the next year. Like I was so, and he didn't. Thank God he didn't. He held yeah. it in after that. And he's never done that again. So that's great. We have another friend of ours who doesn't learn his lesson. Um, but he learned his lesson that day. He's never done it again. And that is probably the only way I can compare. That story is much more nasty because of how much he threw up. Um, oh, yeah. But, oh, man, those those ones, they never uh, they never go away. I can still remember the sight and that smell without even having the to smell, think, without even having to think about it. The smell never goes away. Like Every time oh, you remember geez, that, man. the smell comes back to haunt you. Who would have known we talk about alcohol a lot in this podcast with a man who's straight edge? Yeah, right? <laughs> it, nonstop back-to-back story. Well, it's probably because he's the it. only one that remembers what happens like with his friend group. That's like, usually the case. That's a great point. Like, <laughs> It's usually me the next day like doing play-by-play for everybody. everybody. Like, oh, I, I think I did this. No, dude, you were over there. I'm t- you were there and he was over here. Like, I have to tell everybody what the fuck happened. So... <laughs> Oh, Jesus Lord. No, we've, it's, you know, it's always fun to watch drunk people. It's, if you're not the one that's drunk, it's fun. It, they are very interesting. You learn a lot about people when they're drunk. Yeah, no. <laughs> very one time, you. Yeah. Speaking of drinking and video games, we, we, we uh, me and Steven went to Scott's apartment one time. And um, him and his roommate, um, Aaron, he had his friends over, and he's like, you know what? How about we do some competitive, like, Mario Kart? Because he had just gotten his Switch. And it's basically what we were doing is before we could grab our controllers and start playing at the start of the race, we had to chug a pint. <laughs> and, dude, like I said, we didn't even make it to the hour before some people were, like, already out in the backyard, like, throwing up just from, like, how many <laughs> pints, like, they had, like, taken. And Because, look, if... You had to chug a pint to be able to start racing, and whoever lost had to chug another pint. So <laughs> it was just bad, man. We were playing like on all the worst maps on purpose just to like get people like triggered. Oh, and uh, was, yeah, there's no way to survive that. That's that's bad news. <laughs> yeah, no. God. So Mario, Mario I have a Kart question. That a I just, yeah, it's great. It is. It's amazing. It also ends friendships, but that that's that's for another time. <laughs> is there anything is there anything that you have Ian that's any kind of memorabilia that you have because I, I asked about something I mean, we have talked about it before but I don't, I'm going to bring it up again is there any type of memorabilia that you have autograph picture with somebody um, that's like it's something that you mentioned but it's like no one ever really sees it and it's like a prized possession of yours like it's always somewhere um yeah i guess it would be i mentioned earlier that my favorite band is uh is him and i have a very very rare piece of theirs uh their second album ever was called Razorblade romance it came out in 1999 and they're finnish band and when they signed their first record deal to release stuff in the states 
they did not have the rights to use the name him. There was like a jazz band from Chicago called him. So they couldn't do it. So just to like get some material out on the market, they released it under the name her. So it's the only, yeah, it's the only thing they've ever had that has her on it. And they only made like 1100 copies of just the CD and they go for like hundreds of dollars. They're super rare. And I worked at a used electronics and like record store for like nine years and copies of the hymn version of basically romance would come in all the time. But being it's my favorite band, every time I saw it, I would pop super huge. One day I walk in and I'm looking at all like the new arrivals that are on the wall because I got to file them away later. And I see just like the pink artwork with like the black and white text and it sticks out like a sore thumb. And I pull it out just to make sure it's priced correctly because some people will do it like, like they'll price it lower than it should be. So I pulled it out to check and it was the her version. And my boss was standing next to me and I go, do you know what this is? And she was like, yeah, we see that all the time. I was like, no, this, and I explained it to her and it, someone who worked at the store priced it at like seven bucks, which the normal version, that would be fair. But this one should be hundreds of dollars. And I said to her, you tell me whatever you want to price this at because I'm going to buy it. Like whatever you come up with. And if, if I'll, I'll help you price it if you want. And she paused for a second and goes, just buy it and get it the fuck out of here for the $7 that it was priced yeah, Wow. At. She fucking came through that's big plus. time that's, for yeah, me. So like, she knew what it was and how important it was to me. And like no one else would even notice. So she was like, this one's for you. <laughs> this one's for the homie. So for me, yeah. uh, I asked that question because I have something I'm going to show you. You're going to see it through here. So my favorite version we discussed on podcasts of the Undertaker is the American Badass version, right? So there hadn't mm-hmm. been a version of him in a wrestling game, I believe, since Here Comes the Pain. It was the last one. It was the last year. Oh, three is the last year of him. And um, I remember seeing this online on GameStop, and I never, ever asked for anything for my birthday. Like, I really just don't know. And me and my dad share that love. Like that was our favorite version of him. Me and my dad always talk about it. We always, you know, we will even bump Limp Biscuit just just to remi- remind us of the the just the good old days. Yeah. And I see this, and I I didn't realize at the time how hard it would be to get it until I got it. And WWE 2K14. That's the first 2K game for the wrestling series. And they have a hundred dollar version for the American Badass Edition. They call it the Phenom Edition. And it's and I believe eventually they added him into the game if you could buy it for like five dollars. But I wanted the actual whole, the whole shebang, right? As you would say. So I get it. It's a hundred dollars. I said, "Hey, Dad, you know I don't ever ask for anything." He goes, "How much is it?" And I show him what it is. <laughs> yeah. And he gave me a hundred dollars in cash right there. He says, "We're gonna go to GameStop right now. We're gonna pre-order it." I didn't know there was only one in my city at the GameStop. I got wow. the only one. Now I have it to this day. It comes in. That's common. And the best part about it that I have that I can say that some most people will not have is I have a hand signed autograph from The Undertaker. And then I never use it, and this is the skin that would go over the controller. That is super cool. So one day I'll, ha- I'll have to frame this, but I like to keep it in the coffin. Oh, yeah. But it's the only one that I know of that like, anyone I know has, and it's super probably super rare because they only make so many, right? Because they have like those, they have them set for each individual. So I got the only like one 
So that is my recommendation. It's it's awesome. It's like at the purple smoke. As a matter of fact, I want to get this specific look tattooed on my left arm. I was just going to say, I'm surprised you don't have the taker symbol, like the the T with the X. I'm surprised you don't have that. It's going to be, already. and it's going to be this color too. Like it's going to be on this. Because he has like a long list of tattoos. You I do have a long list. That's right here, my man. Believe me. This right here is like the. That's my. It's my magnum opus, as they would say. It's. It's special. That's awesome. The only way it'd be more special if it was The Rock. If it was The Rock, this thing would be like framed in a glass frame somewhere. But Taker's like <laughs> yeah. my number three, number two all time. So the fact that I got this and I didn't even realize at the time, again, it's like hand sign, all this, like how limited it was until after, like years later. And I was like, I remember I was trying to get a different game with a same kind of limited edition and they only had one at the store. So literally when I saw the game, it, it popped up. I got it that day. Like I walked in, I got it that day and that was, and I went to go pick it up and it was the only one there. I got it for the PS3, right? Cause my dad had a PS3. He had won a PS3 on like a $5 raffle. Mm-hmm. Don't know how he did that. Nice. Brand new PS3, two, two controllers uh, with chargers and then Batman Arkham, Arkham city. One of the greatest Batman games ever made, but. Oh yeah. And I walk in there and it's a freaking coffin and I'm like, is that mine? And I walk in with my name and everything. Like, yeah, that's yours. And my stepmom at the time, she was very religious. She's a witness, actually. She's like, what the she hell like, is what that? The f- <laughs> I said, what the fuck is that in your hand? Why do you have a coffin? And I'm over here, like, like so, like, shaking still. Like, oh, my God. I can't believe what I had in my hand. Yeah. Like, what this is worth to me. So I don't really show this too much. Now they're going to know. People are going to know about it. But this is one of those things, man, where it's just, like, I try to keep it in as good condition as I can. Obviously, it's tins all over time. It's, it's going to have dents. But... For the most part, it's pretty scuff free, and it's still got the, the color on there. And it's the yeah, only one I've awesome. seen like this. I think the year, the year after that was Hulk Hogan. And I'm like, I'm not a big Hogan guy, so fuck Hulk. Yeah, Hogan. fuck Hulk Hogan. <laughs> For some reason, we have a joke. We say fuck Bruce Willis. My homie Nick said I was just saying fuck Bruce Willis. I don't know why. It's from Scream Four. That's right. <laughs> He's like fuck yeah. Bruce Willis. I just saw mm-hmm. Scream Four yep. the other night. Fuck Bruce Anthony Willis. Anthony Anderson gets stabbed in the head. And then he falls to his knees and goes, fuck Bruce Willis. And then he dies. <laughs> so that's, I mean, that's, I would say that's mine. I mean, that's one of those things where it's just like, I don't know. I, I didn't know what I had until I had it. It's like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Like I also have a few other hand. I have a one from Logic, the rapper. I also have one from The Weeknd. I have a hand. Nice. And I got those, I got those for $5 because I, I, I was at the right place at the right time. <laughs> for limited runs it was like oh yeah it's five dollars you'll get the cd and he'll have a set amount of autographs and i hopped on both of them and somehow got them so those also will get framed one day when i find room what about you july you have anything um, that you, my, like is worth something that you're like damn I, i'm glad i have this my ty law jersey and my randy Moss ah. jersey from the patriots just because like they're, they're two of my oh ty law in particular he's my favorite one of my favorite um patriots players ever yeah I'm a Patriots fan, <laughs> if you didn't know. <laughs> but it's, yeah, the fact that it's not like the re- reproduction, like Nike jerseys, but the old Reebok, like, like thick patches, like stitched. Box jerseys. Yeah, like I got them, like, obviously, like, you know, it was eBay steals. Cause, like, I think I got the Ty Law one um, for, like, under 40 bucks. And, like, you can't oh, nice. find them anymore. Like, I've tried just to see if I can find another one to keep, you know, in my closet. And no, you don't find them anymore. And, like, I still wear it 
but I know it's like at some point I need to stop wearing it. But I just it's hard. It's the hard. Same to thing stop. with this one. It took me five <laughs> years to find this jersey because I'm like, fuck, they're never gonna make this again. And like the Nike ones <laughs> don't look nearly as good as like the old Reebok NFL jerseys. Well, that and- specific year for the Patriots with the over the shoulder logo is like one of my favorite jerseys that's ever existed. It's super hard to find because it's so popular. Yeah. Everyone loves that jersey. When you eventually retire it, you got to put it in a frame. Yeah, oh, no. this one is going to be retired very, very soon. I wanted to wear oh, it out yeah. one time. I got a, I even got a pair of retros. I bought a, that mashed. I bought a pair of threes that nice. I got, and I spent quite a bit of money on them. But it was worth it because, I mean, I haven't bought a pair of retros in so long. Big Jordan. Yeah, the, other, um, the other one would probably be like um, like uh, the, my football helmet from high school, bro, where I have everybody. Oh, that's right. Retro. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, so uh, senior. It looked like it looked like this, but like actual fiddling his head. Like I can pull it. Let me go get it. I'll go, let me go get it. Again. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's just show, it. show and tell, guys. Show and tell with scholar shot caller Ian. <laughs> we gotta think of we gotta think show. of a nickname for Ian for the show because I feel like he's gonna he'll be out here every once in a while. We gotta think of a, a nickname for him so we have segments we can think of. You know, <laughs> I don't know, man. I like. All of my friends have nicknames because I come up with them. And then every once in a while, someone will be like, what's your nickname? No one's ever given you a nickname before? (laughs) No. I I don't think so. Like, the only one I can think of is um, David Jaffe, the guy who created uh, Twisted Metal and God of War. I'm, like, kind of, like, online buddies with him. And we DM back and forth sometimes. And he was on my podcast. He, when I pop up, like, in his live streams, he just calls me six short for 616 entertainment nice. which is funny because like that was a nickname for my brother when we were little so i kind of feel like i'm stealing it from him in a way but fuck him yeah, I mean, it's it. also it was also <laughs> xbox right, name in wcw but we're not gonna get so, into that yeah yeah so it has like all of our yeah all of our signatures like on there. names and right oh that is awesome and writing all the like yeah and it, it's just like i said this one's like one of those feel-good ones Cause first of all, I had I had a, oh, yeah. this is how you know like how fucking giant I am. Like none of the helmets <laughs> senior year fit me, so I had to order my own like custom helmet, which yeah. was a lot of money. Like my parents, like when I had to explain it to them, that they were just like, "Well, you're." It's not what? like they were. I remember, like they weren't even upset. They were like, "Well, you're not not gonna play." So the, yeah. <laughs> like I was shocked that they let that they actually went through with it. But yeah, so I I already knew I was gonna keep it. And I was like, might as well do something special with it. So, like, I have it in my room, and I, like, it's just good memories, man. Like, I remember that bus ride home, yeah. man. Like the, oh, the, why don't bring up sad memories, alone, man. man. Like, <laughs> but, Fuck. Like, um, yeah, well, I know you're a big, what you're a big you movie play? guy. Are you a big anime guy? Do you watch? Like, I know you're not a big teacher guy. Are you like, a, do you watch any anime? Do you watch anything like that? I'm not an anime guy. I'm not I'm not like against it or anything. It's just not my style. I don't fall directly into it. I've seen a pretty good selection of like Dragon Ball Z because my girlfriend's obsessed with Dragon Ball Z. Oh. We went to, we went to the theater to I nice. got Vegeta with Vegeta. his little tail too. Prince I got the nice. Prince version of Vegeta. We uh we went to the theater to see the most recent uh Broly movie that oh. came out, so we saw that on the big screen. That was cool, and she is fucking obsessed with Attack on Titan. Okay, and she has watched it like three times and loves it. And 
I think two of the three times she watched it, she was like, you're going to watch it with me. You're going to love it. <laughs> so we'll start it. And when we watched like four episodes and I'm like, yeah, it's good. And then when she goes home, she just keeps watching it without me. <laughs> so I like, I still haven't seen the full thing, but now the next season is the second half of the last season. Okay. So she's like, on the lead up to that, we are watching it. And I'm like, I never said I wouldn't. It's just, are you going to commit to the timetable? Yeah. That, rem- <laughs> that reminds me of like Game of Thrones, man. Like, I remember we used to have watch parties for Game of Thrones like a couple years back. Like, and if yeah. if you didn't, like, it, we would always play like the last week's episode, like before the, the new one premiered in case like you missed out. And that's the only way, like, we had to rewatch every episode twice, essentially, is is because people would never show up on time or or they wouldn't show up, like, one week or another. But I remember that, man. Like, that show, it was, did you watch Game of Thrones, Ian? Like, I've, I've seen one episode. I watched the first episode, and I was like, this is really good. And then I just didn't watch any oh, other. Okay. There are shows like that. Like, this is a great show. I've never watched it again. Yeah, no. I just like I'm. I'm not a big. I'm not a big TV guy at all. Oh. Like, I I don't really watch much TV. Like I've there are shows that I love, like The Sopranos and Breaking Bad and shit mm. like that. That's Bad a show for me. Good. I watched like yeah. the first half of the first season, and I just never got back to it. Yeah, it's a great show. It's, I don't know, man. The only show that I watch weekly is like I guess AEW Dynamite Rampage. I like don't even count those as TV shows because it's just wrestling, you know. Yeah, I was like, but like, yeah. Oh no, because you're always tweeting about it, right? You're always like, I love, like, oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, constantly. Yeah. yeah, follow him on Twitter as as six one six Entertainment. It's IDS six one six. I'm sorry, IDS six one six. I didn't even remember. So that's you're funny. good. No, <laughs> I was hanging out with one of my buddies today, and he was just like. I don't want to be weird, but is there any reason you don't follow me on Twitter? And I was like, I don't. (laughs) I thought I was. It's so funny because I know, like, we talked about that the last time. I was like, yeah, you know, just go ahead and, like, follow me. It'd be easier, like, if we're going to, like, talk about random stuff or whatever, like, just to keep up. And then you didn't, you didn't follow me, but I was like, you know what? It's okay because if I DM him, he'll, he'll get to me eventually. Like, oh, did I not? No, you did it. I was like, but it's like, God I'm like, it. see, well, here see, we go. I'm like, I'm like, he'll get to me eventually. It's like, cause I like, we have, I wouldn't say we have a rapport, but I definitely try to like, hey man, I watched it, great. Like, I like to like, I feel like since we have like a content creator type of vibe, I feel like you're like my that cool uncle that creates like this awesome content. It's like, yo man, that shit was, <laughs> she was so cool, bro. Like, keep it up, like, cause I feel like if I ever have a question about content creating, you're someone, you're the first person I think of to ask, cause I feel like the only person that would answer me. Like I can go, I can go, yeah, there it is. I can go look online and like troubleshoot. And that's the thing. It's like, I just don't real, like I, uh, I subscribe to, uh, he's always in my comments and he's one of my patrons. His name's Dan Hauser. He's got a YouTube channel called retro station, 1989. He'll appreciate that plug. (laughs) I subscribed to his channel the other day and he tweeted about it. He was all excited and he was like six foot six entertainment followed or like subscribed to me on YouTube. And I was like, I thought I did a long time ago. Like I don't, I don't, mean, <laughs> I don't, I don't mean to brag, but I'm the 69th person you followed, so I I feel great Ew. with that. that that's a special honor, that? man. That's an honor. I ain't doing. I doing. So what is? I, I know you have a few catchphrases on your shows. Like I would call them shows. I feel like it is shows. You have more long form entertainment, yeah. um, like your playthroughs, your other things like that. Do you have like I don't know, like you said how you doing? That's one of them. You know you have like 
trusty blue and you have like these things like these little monikers you come up with along the way are those things that you just think of or are they just kind of like they just happen in the moment and people just like gravitate towards it and you're like I, I like it like how you like all, you know like it, what are your deeds like shit like that it's funny because like some of them happen in the moment and some of them like have backstories like trusty blue uh i anytime i'm playing like one of the smackdown games and i pull out a steel chair they're always blue in that game yeah so in the like that whole line of games so i'm like let me grab the trusty blue and get to work that is a play off my buddy castro uh he streams over on twitch.tv slash castropolis one of his emotes is the juicy red and it's like the red barrel that you can shoot in video games that always blow Ah, up yeah so anytime he's playing a game he shoots the explosive barrels you flood the chat with the juicy red. And so like I would always pop for that phrase juicy red. And then when I was playing SmackDown, I I just was like, he has juicy red. I'm going to do trusty blue. And I came up with it on the spot. And then I like, I made a fucking trusty blue t-shirt with like two chairs on that. it. <laughs> I keep pressuring Castro to make a juicy red t-shirt and he hasn't he done it He should totally do that. I don't, I mean, I yes, agree. I would say that'd be a great the collaborations idea. there. You know, the potential. <laughs> yeah. Well, he fucking came up with it. I stole it. So. <laughs> it this is like, this is wrestling. You don't steal. You just, you, uh, you get, you get yeah. inspired <laughs> for your deeds. That was, uh, for, for anybody who doesn't know, like anytime I, smash somebody with a chair like hit a finishing move on them i'm just i i just throw that in there for some reason like there's a twist of fate for you deeds yeah and that is a reference to an episode of tim and eric's awesome show where <laughs> marilyn manson played this character called the dark man and he was it's so ungodly stupid but he's like yelling at tim and eric and he's like you must be punished for your deeds oh, okay and i just thought the way he said that was funny so i stole that too <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's it's catchy as fuck i'm not gonna lie to you like i yeah. see like uh, i even told my coast here like the first when i was in the first having album of course i'm always like i'm all like freaking out like oh my god i'm gonna be on the show should i buy one of his shirts and wear it and you're like yo i'm supporting the brand or is that i'm like or is that too much and he's like nah, i wouldn't do it i was like you know what? i won't i was like but i'll wear a wrestling shirt and of course i forgot to wear a fucking wrestling shirt so it doesn't matter. I literally had the Wolfpack <laughs> shirt, my NWO red. I have both, I had the red and I had the white. And I was like, I'm wearing the Wolfpack because yeah. my favorite sting is the red face paint. I don't know why. I just always love that sting. I forgot to fucking wear it. So I was like, you know what? I'll wear this this time. I'll wear the Chicago, you know. Yeah. Um, I also want to get like a Chicago star somewhere on my body because I really do like the flag a lot. And my my best friend, one of my best friends is from Chicago and um they always bring back stuff it's always like the chicago shirt with like stars on it so i've always liked that look and obviously i knew it from cm punk not knowing that it meant chicago stars i didn't know what it was i just thought it looked cool as fuck um a lot of people when AEW put out the uh the all out poster or whatever and had the stars on it it was before like the punk rumors started people were like are they teasing cm punk and then other people were like that's no that's the Chicago flag. That's the city in the background. Those stars. Yeah. Are the Chicago flag. So <laughs> the more, you know, you know, the more, you, the more you yeah, fucking right. know, you're like, Oh shit. Okay. Like, yeah, man. You, you brought up the, the, how you doing. And like, sometimes I'll smash somebody with something and be like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. That's just naturally being Italian. I was going to say that sound like, <laughs> like you can say that. How you doing is like something from like friends yeah. like that. But I always think, I always think of a, like Italian, for some reason, yeah, I'm, I picture like Polly from The Sopranos in my don't. head. 
<laughs> I'm just like, I mean, I'm we there's not really many Italians where we, where we live. Like there's a lot there's like a not it's not as diverse as some places. So for me it's like it's always like a racial stereotype Italian, you know, like like this and like other things like that, you know, it's like Mario. I do this when I talk. Like for people who aren't watching <laughs> The hands, I definitely. I get do told that. that's I how you eat French fries. My grandma's like, eat, eat them like this, like a, like you're Italian, because like, you grab a bunch and eat them like that, which I do. But I was like, now <laughs> every time I eat like this, I'm like, I, I, Italians don't eat like that. Like I just, it's just like, you know. So it's always so funny. Like, oh man, it's just so bad. Like I always think of when I think of Italians, right? Like, like for us, like mainstream, it's like Jersey Shore. It's like like the worst of the worst. It's never like the good people. It's- it's always like the, like the scum examples. the scumbags of the scumbags you know it's always the worst people <laughs> yeah it's like yeah we uh we have that goal and us, well so. i mean for mexicans <laughs> like like people think like talk like taco bell is mexican food it's just not mm. it's just not that's the question yes i remembered have you ever had any good mexican food before that was my next question that I was- oh yeah yeah well okay and like go ahead go ahead no no, no. he asked you a question he asked you a question go ahead I don't want to interrupt. My quick answer was, yeah, I want to hear what you have to say. No, oh, well, I was going to tell you, I was that there's a large population of, of Mexican people in Chicago. There is. And like, I haven't had to have so it really I was like, yet, so. so, like, there is a lot of good Mexican food in that area. Like, that's literally what my comment was going to be. But uh, And there's bad Mexican food, too. And you you know it, it when you eat we're it. At, so we're at the like, border, and there's plenty of bad Mexican food here. Yeah. Like, I used to joke that um, in Tucson, like, there's a lot of Mexican food restaurants in Tucson, but they're not very good. And I got to the point where, like, I was just cooking, like, the food that I learned, like, that I loved eating growing up, like, at, at home. home. Because, like, yeah, I would just put that money into better, like, you know, to give myself, like, Mexican feasts and whatnot. Because I would yeah. enjoy it a lot more. And, you know, yeah, like, I would cook. <laughs> well, go ahead. Say no, let's say, you know, it would be a great, a great thing. We would, I would, I don't know how this would ever fucking work. But if we ever somehow met up in person, it'd be like, we would have... This man make the best Italian food you could think of, and we would just go hard with the Mexican food. Like we'd make like, like see, like I don't know how Italian seasoned food. I really, I really had homemade Italian food one time. One of my old bosses, my old job, he's from New York, he's from Buffalo, he's full blooded Italian. FBI, it's a good reference right there. Mm-hmm. And uh, he yeah. made us some like stuffed shells and like some like like amazing pasta. Some of the best I've ever had. Right, you know, none yeah. of that, uh, none of that prego stuff. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> or ragu. You know, the chunky ragu. Yeah. But um, when it comes to, like, Mexican if, food, if, everyone does it differently, yeah. right? Like, I feel like the base spices that I use are what most Southwestern use. But it's how you do it. It's the amount of time you marinate. Like, I know for me, it's usually, like, oh, a couple hours overnight. It's never, like, you want to do that. I feel like that's a good time because the meat will soak in, like, all of what you put in well enough. And it'll just, it'll stay on. The flavor will stay. Some people do it for, like, a week. I mean, everyone's different. Some people are much different. But I like, for me, like, a couple hours to a day for me, like, overnight is, like, a really good time. I'm not patient enough for a week. I'm hungry now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, that's why I don't know why, how, like, the people that smoke, like, they do that with their meats, you know, where it's like, oh, this is a, like, a 72-hour, like, brisket. I'm like, I want to But when that shit comes out, though, man, I, that brisket is amazing. Yeah. That's why. That's it's what like, I'm saying, but... Like, my girl- Go ahead. No, no, no. I'm like, I was agreeing with you guys. Go ahead. <laughs> My girlfriend's dad smokes meat. He got a smoker and it's like his favorite thing to do. He's like super passionate and happy about it every time he smokes meat. And it's like that. It's a labor of love for sure. And I, it's an it's an acquired taste. I know not everybody likes smoked meat, but like 
if you do, it's a, it's, it's a delicacy. Yeah, no, it's, when when no, brisket falls off the off the tr- like that and it melts in your mouth, that's a whole different. Uh, that's yeah. a whole that hits different. It's funny that you mentioned brisket. I don't know why, but my my stomach has not been cooperating with brisket the last couple times I had it. Both of the last times I had brisket, I threw it all up. Oh no! But like. I'm gonna eat it again. <laughs> it's so, it's good. so good. It's like everybody, everybody that's lactose intolerant. You know, we're gonna have ice cream. Yeah. We're gonna have pizza, like <laughs> pasta. And we're gonna we're gonna love it and then regret it, but still. So, like you're, you, you yeah, say so- yourself, you're a you're a big um, you like food. Like what? Like you're a big pizza guy. So like, if you had a go to right, like like death row, like you got your last meal. What, what's what's on that plate? Oh, dude, I'm fucking. I'm gonna. I'll die from eating all of it. Like they won't even have to. They won't even take me. Yeah, and I would have everything that I love. So like, obviously, you got to have pizza. I, I like uh, crab. I like lobster. I like fish. So we definitely have to have some seafood involved. Some damn good, uh, like baked macaroni and cheese. That shit good. It's baked macaroni and cheese is one of those things. See, I don't know if I'm weird. But I learned this, like, I guess I'm not, it's not unfamiliar. I actually put barbecue sauce on my baked mac and cheese. Spe- I put hot Specifically sauce Sweet Baby Ray's, because it's just, it's, it, first off, it's Chicago, but it's, which I found out later, like, great, great barbecue sauce. So, yeah. so growing up really Mexican, um, I wasn't, how do you call it? I wasn't introduced to baked mac and cheese till like, uh, I want to yeah. say, like, high school. Like, so, I was, like, my family is, like, craft throw it in a bowl, mix it all up, you know, and that's mac and cheese. It's dry. It's like minuscule, you know, there's <laughs> no not taste. Lot, yeah. Not a lot. It tastes like glue. Um, like and, glue. Uh, <laughs> like glue. and the fact that I still loved it, <laughs> just like, just tell you, like, <laughs> you know, and then I think I went to like a potluck or at a, at like a birthday party or something in high school. And somebody brought like a whole lot, like um casserole plate of like baked mac and cheese. The corner, and, the corner piece. And, and I, I was expecting it to just like, okay, it's mac and cheese, but like, yeah, no, I completely like blew me away, and I was just like, dang, it's a whole other like world. I've been missing out on life. Like I had an epiphany, you know, like it, it just <laughs> changed epiphany. my outlook. Yeah, <laughs> southern, it's top tier. It's southern food, man. Southern food is a different. It's a different fucking animal, man. Like it's made with love. It really is. Oh yeah, they they take care of and you. I like, I can like. Cause if I'm going out with this much food, I'm I'm going down. Like <laughs> you got you got you got to give me some tuna sashimi. Oh, that sounds big sushi. Okay, guy. I'm a sushi guy. Sashimi. Um, I definitely need like I I would have to pick a favorite Mexican restaurant and give me all of it <laughs> because Mexican food is my favorite kind of food. I love Chinese food. I love Japanese food. Mexican food is my favorite. Um, yeah, I would just I would they wouldn't even have to come get me out of the cell so, they just throw a bunch of dirt in the cell and bury so are you are you are you a chorizo guy have you ever, have you ever um, had chorizo before i have and i like it um i not i don't i don't get it every time but i think i i try to every time i go to a mexican restaurant i try to get something different where like if my girlfriend and I go to a Japanese restaurant, I usually get the same shit every time because I know I like it. Or like Thai, I love Thai Ooh, food. But Indian food too. I get Indian like one very delicious. Indian dude, the fucking very curry. Spicy, oh my god, very delicious. Bro. Yeah, no. Yeah, um, but 
Yeah, like the reason Mexican food is my favorite kind of food is because there, the whole menu, there's no wrong answer. It's like, do you think I like, I will like this? Yeah, you will like anything that you order. Trust me. Like, <laughs> yeah, no. Chuso, papa, con huevo. Chuso, potato and egg is like my favorite. You can put that with like anything. There's different kinds of chuso. I like beef. I don't like pork chuso so much, but. Yeah. If you ever, I said, man, if you, if you ever make a trip down to Arizona, dude, we'll just, we'll fucking lay out the whole fucking, we'll have a whole thing for your whole ass party for Miss. Oh, see, I know I could trust you guys to point me in the right oh, direction. Oh, hell yeah. For sure. There's a, so. a place that everyone goes to. It's like one of the, like, it's like the most popular, like one of the best real places in the whole U.S. It's literally voted on. It's, it's okay. Like after you, if you live here, obviously you have it a lot, but like if you were to come here and try it, they, they use, mm-hmm. they use masa, which is like fat for their beans for like everything is made with fat like it's not made with oil it's made with like fat <laughs> like it's made with the unhealthy of healthy shit and it's yeah. it's delicious <laughs> i mean i they have their i mean it, and they, if you go there like you were to go there it's you would probably really enjoy it i probably wouldn't leave <laughs> it would be it would be like the cell situation i was like put a uh, bunch of dirt over me. yeah it's manteca oz <laughs> Oh well, I thought was well, yeah, the manteca. I'm ma- sorry, masa. Yeah, masa is what the tortillas are made out of. It's like the the cornmeal. Like, okay, but again, that. homemade tortillas, very powdery, which are like the best kind of tortillas. Yeah, no, I agree. Oh, um, let me get that. There's actually a couple places here that make them in their store. Like we have a store called Del Sol, and they make their tortillas in the store, and they're fucking delicious. And some of the best Mexican you're gonna have are in like our that place. They make it there in the store, and it's fucking yeah. delicious. Oh, I believe. Yeah, it. I do. There's a place over here. It's it's actually it's it's in like Bridgeview, which anybody who's around from where I am, they know it's it's fucking they know the area. I wish I could remember the name of the place, but I've hit my head too many times and I can't remember <laughs> it. But best fucking burrito I've ever had, and my my buddy Nick took me there. Like it was it was after a freelance wrestling show my buddy nick aka matt nicks he owns freelance wrestling which is like one of the biggest indies here in chicago maybe and next and it was like, i have to catch after, a show i have to catch a show yeah dude you'll you'll have a great time um after one of the shows it was like me and nick and the artist aka the music, <laughs> the and music like, formerly wrestlers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we went to uh whatever the fucking place was called that I can't remember. And it was just, it, it blew me away. Like I woke up the next day being like, I want it again. <laughs> and it's, it's such a good thing. I don't live there because I would be 700 pounds and I would, I would be so happy. I wouldn't even be upset. One of the best real places we have here is actually in a gas station. It's a little cocina. They call it kitchen in Spanish. It's a tiny kitchen in a, yeah. in a fucking gas station and they make everything there. And it's like really good. It's like surprisingly good. They close hella early though. It's like six a.m. to one p.m. That's your that's your time of getting there. They make their own. Time but it's literally home. like it's reliable. <laughs> like there's some places in town. Oh, they're really good, but their tea is trash. Or like you can tell like it's been sitting. Or like no, this place you get it hits every time. It hits. Like it's reliable. Um, yeah, I, I don't know who I was having this conversation with, but I'd always make the comparison because you know how the East Coast they have um, delis, like they have the like the New York delis, bodegas. And not yeah, and the bodegas and. Well, here in the Southwest, it's that I want to say Mexico has like their own version of that, which is the like the carnicerias, where it's like usually like the name translates to butcher shop, but a lot of these places have their own like scratch kitchens, and like you can either order like for like 
like large orders or like individual like burritos and stuff like that. And that's one of the things I loved about living in Tucson that there's a lot of these places and like they make like carnitas, chicharrones, like everything is like made fresh daily. And with the prices like being as affordable as they are, like you could get like a freaking like two pound burrito for like, like seven or eight bucks. And it's like completely filling and it'll just hit the spot every time. You'll never get tired of it. But like, it's, it, it's just something that like a lot of people don't think about because they're like, oh well, this is an East, East Coast thing. I was like, no, a lot of a lot of people have like a lot of cultures have their own little versions of this, and that's out. That's Mexico's. Is I want to say the carnicerias. Oh yeah, this conversation has made me so. I know. I was like, damn, I'm, I'm about to <laughs> no, yeah. Like when I moved, food, bro. when I moved back, like to Yuma, this is like the worst like regret I have. It's like fuck. I used to just be able to drive and get like this amazing burrito, and now I'm just like, I can't have this unless I go back to Tucson. <laughs> And I'm just like living with regret whenever I crave like like that specific food. There's also a place here, like places like food trucks are like a really good thing here too. Like a lot of the food trucks here, some of them are better than the restaurants. This is one we go to, it's called Z's. And very good. They have my favorite meat, it's gonna sound bad to y'all, so all your perverts out there, but it's called Gavesa, which is basically like cheek meat, like it's like the head meat. It's the most tender, juicy meat you're ever gonna have. Like it's literally you bite into it, it's just like flavor, it's tender. It's delicious, and I usually get it. And it's usually I eat with like potato, uh, like cheese, and then that, and then like oh, they have like a like a guac that's like a spice to it. Delicious, right? They have all these different meats. They have pork, chicken. They have carne, different cuts. Like it's like that's like that's why I love Mexican food so much is because not only is it my culture, but there's so many different cuts of meat you can try, and all of them are unique. Even they're from the same cow or same whatever, but they all have a different taste, a different texture. Like even lengua, which is tongue. A lot of people eat like lengua. It's really, really good. Yeah, it's um, pretty good. And it's like you're eating fucking a cow's tongue, but the shit is fucking bomb yeah. with some beans, <laughs> some rice, some salsa. Um, all right, I asked this question to everyone that loves Mexican food: green or red salsa? I think I I opt knee jerk reaction would be red, but I like green too. Yeah, so red salsa, my man. Like, it, it's like going back to th- about just the menu. There is not a wrong answer. <laughs> like, <laughs> the whole the whole fucking thing is going to be good. If you want like, like a cheat code, I used to do as a kid, and I do it now as an adult. If you have a good set of refried beans or whatever kind of beans and rice, mix them together. Mm-hmm. Mix them oh together yeah, and they're Every fucking time. delicious. Like it's like that combination of yeah. like it's just there's no way to describe it. My my girlfriend was was laughing at me because. Uh, she's not, she doesn't like beans, like, and prepared anyway. She's not a bean person. So anytime that we get Mexican food, she knows don't throw it away. I'm going to eat it. <laughs> and so like, it, like my, whatever rice I have left over or whatever rice she has left over, I literally like take a spoon, dip in, like get as much rice on it as possible. And then just shovel up a bunch of beans. And she's like, what are you it's doing? It's fucking delicious. And I'm like, no, this is great. <laughs> This is the way. Trust me. <laughs> this is the way. No, you can yeah. happily. We'll we'll find. We'll send you a, a pinch, man. Like certified Mexican. Like you, you are you are invited, <laughs> my man. You're invited to the cookout. My girlfriend thought I was Mexican when she met me. <laughs> I've been mistaken for being. You know Mexican what? If you had shaved the beard and left just the mustache and the goatee, I'd believe it. I used to. That's go. how my facial hair used there to. There you go. Work, so that, that's. I would believe it. Mexicans yeah, coming all the light skin Mexicans. Yep. I'm an, I'm one of them. 
<laughs> I, I am, but it's because I'm not Aztec. I'm Spaniard. I have the Spaniard Mexican mix. I don't have like the Aztec, which yeah. is like a little bit darker. They have a different, um, a lot shorter usually, a little faster. Um, whereas like the Spaniards, a lot of us like a little taller, a little bit <laughs> I was more. Say, like, unless like, unless you're me, <laughs> yeah. Like the you're like the literally the only like exception. You're like the big I'm show. The 1%, them, you're just yeah. huge. <laughs> the one percent. You're yeah, the point zero one one percent. Yeah, because like my dad's my, my dad's side's like strictly Aztec. Like my like my grandma, she speaks like the dead languages, which is just mind boggling every time. That's awesome. That like uh well, I don't remember what I was gonna say, so never mind. <laughs> 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 I was gonna say something. <laughs> oh fuck. So I was oh, do you even have a PS5? I know you have um or I do. And yeah. what did you, what do you think about it, man? I'm into it. The the UI kind of sucked at first, but I'm getting used to it. Um, the the trophy list sucked as well. I and you're hate a, it. You're a, and you're a trophy like guy. You're, you're a completionist. I love trophies, dude. On PS3, PS4, you would click on the trophies and you had this big yeah. vertical list, and you could see like ten at a time. And then on the PS5 UI, they changed it, so you'd go to trophies and there was like. They're so huge and they're horizontal. So you can see like two and then you had to like click to the side and it would show you like two. Oh, more. that's weird. And there were so many complaints. The new UI, they actually got rid of that. Now it's a vertical list again. So, so I was reason I asked the question is because I actually got an email the other day when I like literally the day after I ordered the shoes that Sony was giving me an exclusive chance to buy a PS5. And oh, I was shit. like, fuck like i literally just i was like i could probably still have done it you know and like like yeah you know i got fucking i have a ps5 to say i have a ps5 right that's what most people right now are saying oh i got a piece like, you don't fucking have a PS5. you're you you're a broke boy whatever right there's some dumb shit <laughs> and i was the first thing i thought was i just bought two games for the for the for the my ps4 uh i actually have the gold edition of the ps4 which is really cool nice. unfortunately the gold controller is now ripped because the fucking thumbstick on it just broke off so now i just bought one from sony more durable controllers huh? the xbox <laughs> you need batteries bitch shut up <laughs> um I, i'm an, I used to be an xbox guy a 360 guy but um i was like well there's not really any exclusives right now like i don't have a 4k tv i don't have like a monitor that's a high resolution you know i still have like a 1080p tv like I'm, i mean i'm not super invested in that and all my friends have a, no one has a ps5 that i know like it's like yeah i'd have it and i'd be great to have a fucking ps5 but it's like i don't got no one to play with there's no exclusives out yet it's it's so strange too because like there are there are definitely supply shortages and people are having trouble finding them like you don't find them in stores oh, like no. when people are getting them now it's like they get online links or like the email like you talked about but what's weird is that like in the time that the PS5 has been out compared to the same amount of time that the PS4, in that same span of time, more PS5s have sold. But nobody was complaining about not being able to find a PS4. Oh, no, you're every, they were everywhere. So it's just, it's super strange. Like, I think it's just how pandemic. the numbers are adding. Like, the fact here. that people are... The what? Like, COVID, like, the fact that people are home and have the time on their hands. Yeah, that's definitely a huge part of it. And I think, like, one of the big shortages is like microchips for computers mm-hmm. and consoles and shit like that. And cars. And they produce less. And cars, yeah. yeah. They produce less because I think they thought like nobody's going to have money right now because a lot of people are out of work. And it turned out the people who like could afford a new console or computer spent like crazy. So, yeah. And then <laughs> there's now they're like, shit. What and then a the website called OnlyFans <laughs> happened and just destroyed the fucking internet. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I know people that got their Trump checks and just bought a whole new PC, bought a whole new, like, I was like, you're spending all that money you could put away for something. Like, I get it. Like, I'm, I am a gamer yeah. at heart. I mean, I'm all that stuff. But it's like, my first thought wasn't like, oh, I'm going to spend this money and, like, get a fucking console or get a whole ass $1,200 PC set up and a whole new, like, like all this shit that you already have a good piece of set up. You're just trying to upgrade it, whatever. I'm like, I didn't even think. That wasn't even a thought in my mind. It was like, yeah. I need to survive. <laughs> I need to have money. Yeah, for me, it was literally like. Oh well, I'm gonna hang on to this, and it'll it'll help pay for part of my property taxes later. <laughs> like, Being an adult, because property taxes suck here. Yeah, how garbage, dude! I can't imagine. So bad, dude. Dude, it's it's dog. I'm shit. telling you, man, Texas is gonna be the move. <laughs> dude, no, not even that. I, I feel like I feel like a whole bunch of people are going. And Arizona, no property, no property tax. No people are literally tax. buying houses here like three times over market value in cash from California. And like our yeah. market in housing right now is so bad. It's so like Dude. people are getting like a bedroom, one bedroom, two bedroom house. Yeah. They're, I want to say rent like 80 grand. They're spending it for like 200. They're selling for 200 grand. Like, they're selling it I like wanna, that. Yeah. Rent's gone up a few hundred bucks. Like since 2019, I want to say like it's. Yeah. It's dude. It's so bad here. And like, my my brother was so tired of it. He just left. <laughs> he and his family like moved to Kentucky. It's so, we talked about that. He was like, Dude, yeah, he's like, I'm officially done. Fuck Illinois. I'm done. And he's trying to get me to go too. So, well, I don't really have any intentions on doing that. So <laughs> I hope not, man. That's that's. It's one of those things where it's like I feel like that. Uh, that's like synonymous with you. I feel like when you like you mentioned like oh yeah like I said Haddonfield and I said I want to introduce you because I feel like that was a nice little like. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Like, I know you're yeah. a big Michael Myers guy, but being actually from Illinois yeah. and it's like, I feel like it becomes part of your identity, you know, in some way. Like, if I was from Arizona, you know, I'm a gun-toting, weed-smoking fucking Arizona and like, all that shit, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, not necessarily, but it's just like kind of part of where you're from. Like, our small town culture mm-hmm. somehow resonates with someone from a huge town, you know, like a huge city that's like, and we're talking like normal, like we... we we met at a bar or met at like a party and like, Oh yeah, let's hang on, man. Let's just talk about some shit. Like, yeah, I think that, um, it's not necessarily where you are, but it's like, it's, it's how you are. And I feel like if you were to be like, yeah, man, I'm thinking about moving to fucking like California is like the same thing as Illinois. It's just, it's just, it's just Illinois West coast. It's not Midwest, it's West coast. It's probably worse, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, I, yeah. from what I hear. And it's... then you have like us <laughs> and way more. Yeah, oh yeah. Rest of, like, the, rest of the country approves. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. it's so bad like i know i remember when i went like to illinois and, like was buying stuff i was like oh you know it's not like crazy bad california it's like gas is like i remember that so it was like it was literally and it was like two dollars a gallon here one time and then it was like, a couple years ago it was almost four dollars over there for a gallon of gas at the yeah, same kind of gas station four dollars here right now i was now. gonna say in some parts of california it's like six bucks right now a gallon bro. that's fucking crazy I remember I, a couple of years ago, it was up at like five dollars a gallon Christ. here, and just like driving home earlier, it's like three eighty four right now. So that like and three eighty four, it's like oh, that's not bad. We're at, <laughs> it's like was it it's 309? so ridiculous. We're like three oh nine right now, and that's that's high for us. Yeah. It was like in the two fifty two sixty zone. I was gonna, I was gonna say, and then Tucson's like even cheaper. Tucson's like two nineties right now. Yeah, Last Tucson is usually like thirty cents cheaper because they have they have the pipeline, so they're usually cheaper. Mm-hmm. So I remember one time I went to Tucson and I was driving home, which is about it took about three hundred mile drive. The fill of my tank from from literally from almost empty to full was like twenty five dollars. 
Jesus. And I was like, holy shit. And then I drove home and I had such good because of the freeway. I still had three quarter tank. I was like, I'll have to get gas till next week. Like, I'm going to save money. Like, <laughs> fuck. I, I, I mentioned that Instagram meme that I saw earlier. I saw another one recently that was like, I never know what gas costs. I just pull up and put in 20. <laughs> <laughs> I love those fucking things. <laughs> Fucking me. You know what? I, I I shit on Facebook a lot, but I sometimes get some of the best memes from just peeking real quick and seeing like some of my more fucked up friends that have like a dark sense of humor. There's some fucking great memes on Facebook, and I'm very bro. That's what I keep yeah. it. The, I'll the comment section on Facebook, and I'll like, see some savage. shit. I'm like, fuck, man, that's too good. Like, I have to save you, this. Like, you'll be having too- like. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be having like aunties fucking arguing, dude, on like on oh, Facebook, man, like so Facebook family pictures, you know, like like oh gosh. <laughs> I'll I'll never forget like this kid that I went to junior high with. Uh I hadn't like spoken to him in years, and then he sent me a friend request on Facebook and I was like, Oh, I remember him. So I added him and then like later that day he posted a photo and some guy was like talking shit and I was reading through their conversation where this guy was just like, he was like, pull up, bro. I'll put a hole in your chest. And I was like, dude, this is, you're in public. This is how yeah. you're going to get arrested, sir. Like, can't you solve this elsewhere? You two fucking idiots. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> I'm off Facebook permanently. Oh, here, here, here's one. You can't read it, but it, her name's Hel- Helena Cell. Helena Cell. Yeah. Oh, really? And good. so this really guy put. Good. I still remember when Undertaker threw, threw mankind off of you. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've that's seen it's that one. there again. Sometimes you just have to just. There's a reason why I keep it, and I don't use it. Like I have people, like friends of ours in real life, that like send us requests. I don't respond to them. <laughs> I like I I see you enough in real life. Like I'll I'll see you when I see you, but it's like I only keep it for the memes. Because there are I some hella Fa- memes Facebook on there, is like strictly family purposes only. Like I don't do anything serious. It's that <laughs> and, and super right wing anti mask. It's like okay, I, I get like ten minutes of my scroll. I'm done. I gotta go. Up. I gotta go to Twitter no, dude. or Instagram well, or TikTok or something else that's not this. One of my favorite uh, memes of uh, fucking Reddit is like there's this thread, and then somebody talks shit at somebody else's comment, and that dude proceeds to dox the guy and he's like is this you and he gives him the coordinates on the co- on the comment to his like shit talking and then the that dude is like i'm sorry and he's like damn right <laughs> and i was just like that's reddit for you that's the internet for you like, like people shit like even when we play cod people have like doxed us remember like i was i got hacked that's a whole different thing but yeah people have dogs oh, shit we used to dox our friend like not dox him but like We'd play Rocket League and we used to just talk shit and like, oh yeah, well, what the fuck's your you know? and we'd put our friend's name, like the city where he works at, like just like random shit. Like obviously they're not gonna find him, but like it was always like blah 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 blah. And people were like, what they would like respond, oh that's who you are? And like so we, it's always like one I think one time he's like, What the fuck? Who the fuck is like someone's sending me like um, a message on whatever because they found it from. I think I played a Rocket League with them and we just started dying. Like <laughs> it was so unintentional, but it happened. Um, you might, oh, like, you might tell about you like league. like every time you play Rocket League, you get banned. <laughs> Dude, I do get banned on Rocket League for talking talking smack. <laughs> I've gotten I've gotten month bans from them multiple times. 
One of them for defending. From just like talking heinous like, shit. No, like one of them was like, someone said something about like, oh, I hope you get cancer, right? So I was like, okay, like that's cool, bro. My, my, my grandmother had cancer. That's, that's pretty cool, bro. And I got, I got, I got banned for saying the word cancer because it's like a trigger word for epic. Like thinking I'm like calling mm-hmm. someone cancerous. I got banned for that. I was like, okay. And so then I waited a week and then I, someone had said something to me like we were winning and they were talking shit. I was like, you know, you're just mad because you're fucking losing. And obviously I said the word, I spelled, I spread out the word fucking so I could send it. And then of course they report mm-hmm. me and I'm already on their watch list. So like, oh, here's, here he is again. That's fucking Mexican from Yuma doing that shit. What? Man. I said a word in Spanish that no one uses, which is, I, <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a slang word for calling a, a male or it's called maricón. It's like an old slang version of oh, yeah, yeah, gay. Yeah. I got they that they found that word and they said you got banned for using this word. I'm like, no one ever uses that. It's like a dead word. No one uses that word anymore. Their community, their community man- managers, Mexican. Dude, they were like, they like know me. And I'm like, I know my name is like my na- my name on PSN. I have it from an old YouTube video, and they say these old Mexican guys that do like troll adventures, and they they would make fun of poets that they call instead of calling it Pikachu, they call him Pipichu because Pipi is like is Mexican version, obviously. Like that's how they say it. So I changed my name to Pipichu loves you because someone had taken the original words. I just added that to it. So now they're like this this goddamn Pipichu guy is on fucking Rocket League again talking shit to little kids. <laughs> like I'm on like a watch list somewhere at, at Epic where they're like, oh, he says one more thing out of line, he's getting a fucking lifetime ban. I like yeah, the that's here watching. Like we're watching them again. It's Was like it like the like the fud meme, you know, where he's just sticking out of the grass. Like yeah, it, yeah. It's like it's like back in the day. Like I know you're not a big online gamer guy. You would say like you like to play by yourself, but like I remember when we were, we would play like Black Ops One back in the day, like little kids, and they're like talking mad shit to us. And of course, like we don't even know what the hell's going on. Like. Hey man, you fucking suck, you fucking little kid. Go fuck her. Like, like they're just like, and I fucked your mom last night. All this shit. We're just like, we didn't get all all like offending report. There was no report button. It was just take it as a man yeah. and go on with your life. Like, get good so you can talk shit back. Like that's what it was. And now it's like <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna report you for calling me a, a whatever. Like it's like it's like man, like you guys wouldn't have lived ten years ago. You guys would have been like so scared to go back online. I just like took it as a way to like you know what fuck it man i'm just gonna get better at this game and then it was like then kids are getting adults are getting mad because a 10 year old's beating them in madden by 40 points I'm like why the fuck you sitting so good <laughs> just got tired of getting talk shit to you man. i love it i i remember uh one one of my only like online gaming memories that i have is my brother and i would, would always play resistance follow okay. fan which was on ps3 it was like a ps3 launch game and the online for that game was super fun. And that was like the first time I'd ever played anything online. So it was like, it was weird hearing other people talking. And then like, I got a little Bluetooth yeah. mic so I could talk to people. And I just remember this back and forth that these two other people had. It was like a grown man and a little boy. And like the little boy's name was like something radio or like radio something. And I guess this grown man was only killing that That's kid. Fucked up. And so like... <laughs> The kid was just like, leave me alone. And I kept hearing the guy go, I'm coming for you, radio. (laughs) Every time radio would respawn, that guy would be like, I'm on you, boy. (laughs) And this little kid was like losing his mind. Fuck. That's so That kind of reminds me of that Kurt Angle promo he cuts out Ray Mysterio. He's like, you're a boy. 
and I'm a man. <laughs> and I like to manhandle little boys. It's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. He's like stopping the crowd because they're like, what the fuck? Like, he didn't just say that? And that, yeah, that's exactly what that reminds me Surprisingly, of. Surprisingly, that's, that's like the first wrestling reference I know because I've seen I that sent you that video. video. <laughs> you sent me that video and you're like, what the fuck? Like, dude, I'm telling you, it's scripted, but like, that's too funny. Like, the shit that Kringle oh, was yeah. doing for a little while there in those couple of years on like 2003 to 2006 with the things he was saying, I was like, they let him say that? <laughs> like, I'm okay with it. It was gnarly shit. And that was like, that was after Attitude Era. So that was still like, they were about to be PG and. We talked about last episode the stuff that The Rock would say, man, like saying "motherfucker" on live TV and not being stopped. Yep. Calling. Yeah, because I, I think someone was. It was Stephanie. She's supposed to cut did. him off. So he just he just said, said it. it. <laughs> he can tell he's like motherfucker. Like he tries like stop it, but like, he's already. I'm just gonna say it. Like I'm The Rock. What are they gonna tell me? Um. <laughs> yeah. And like uh like him calling Kevin Kelly Hermie and like all these like and like I mean it's like like the to think about. Like even even like five six years ago, that's probably still would have been okay. Like haha, okay, that's a, that's a little messed up, but we, it's okay because you know you're the Rock. You're this nowadays, if the Rock if the Rock had posted on Instagram like oh throwback Thursday, they would hate the Rock, mm-hmm. and everyone loves that guy. They would fucking cancel him within a second, and it's just like man, like I just it's sometimes nice to go back and like look at old shit like that, like like old memories of like how like, people oh, were back in the day. That's like you said, the you may cause. I, I hear that word now, and it's like, oh, like I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe we ever like say that, like with every other word, because like everyone would say it, everyone would say it, and now it's like you yeah. hear someone say, you're like, hey, calm down, yeah, chill, chill. <laughs> like, what's wrong with you, man? You couldn't say a different word, like you could have said anything else but that word, almost anything else but that word. Mm-hmm. You had to say it's like nails on a chalkboard now. For me, that used to be the C word for me. Now I hear that word, it's like whatever. Mm-hmm. I hear it all the time now. Like that word is part of it, but it's like I hear the F word now. And I'm like, bro, chill. It's oh man, it can it, be yeah, tough. Oh, always, always, always. All right, well, we're about to, we're at our longest episode ever by far. I was gonna. It's, oh shit! By far, I mean, and and of course, I mean, I, last time I, th- I told you we could probably we probably got on two and a half hours, no problem. And here we are approaching that yeah. mark. A we always said that. Oh, that. we're gonna stop at this time, and then we just that—that's what podcasts are for, man. Like you just never have a plan; <laughs> you just keep fucking going. Um, but anything else, July, that you want to ask our main man while we, while we have him here? Um, what's it called? Do you recommend the Halloween movies? Because <laughs> oh, because yeah. oh, I'm yeah, like because I'm like a person that. I don't really watch a lot of like horror movies. Like I, I, the ones I have watched is because I was a little kid and my like older siblings forced me to, you know, and a part of me hates them for that. But at the same time, they weren't so bad, but um, no, I was like, I'll definitely. What, well, what kind of horror movies have you seen? And I'll tell you if this is like in your wheelhouse um, or like, I've seen a lot of uh, zombie movies. I've seen the Jeepers Creepers movies. Uh, I've, I've seen like the um, last exorcism, you know, like the, like, just general most like sure the the first two, two halloween movies are probably the best ones as far as like the films themselves are concerned but that was 1978 1981 and you've seen a lot more modern stuff so there's a lot more a lot more jump scares in those and a lot more violence i i would not be surprised if somebody who has never seen Halloween before goes back and watches it now and kind of finds it a little boring. There's a lot of character development before like 
Michael Myers ever starts doing crazy shit. But if you're into horror, those are classics for sure. I mean, Halloween Resurrection, which was the eighth one, is the one with Busta Rhymes and Tyra Banks. If you want to just laugh and like not take it seriously, watch. I'm like, I didn't even know there was over eight. Like, because you know, it's funny because and you also have the Rob Zombie one. Yeah. there was there was eight resurrection was the eighth one and then rob zombie did the ninth and tenth ones but that was like a reboot so it was just like halloween and halloween 2 again the first ones i watched and then new, like did, out like i watched it on like yeah like, on demand on my tv or something like that like a long time ago and all i remember was boobies it's, it's and then cool. i was like oh my god michael myers <laughs> it's like there he is dressed up no. all, they're all good I'll, I'll, I'll definitely have to like take the time then to <laughs> to go through all of them yeah. now that i know that i have actually like it's a lot of you know them, what I you thought. should do you should go back and watch his reviews about him i, I was gonna say i was like I, I was gonna say i was gonna go back through the episodes that he's done already um i'm, I'm gonna tell you though that if you watch my stuff first I, everything's gonna be spoiled so if you're a guy who cares about spoilers watch the movies first okay I'll take that. <laughs> I'm a big anti-spoiler guy. If anybody spoils anything for me, I get so fucking mad. <laughs> and then, as a complete juxtaposition, my girlfriend does not care. Yeah, I was gonna all. say I'm like somewhere like, in the she, middle of that. Like, yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? Some things you just can't help, but like they're gonna happen. And then because it's like, as a, as a fan, you want things to happen so that you like, like Google shit to see if it's it is gonna happen. You know, like what? Yeah. When people like like release. That's how my girlfriend is. Like her her favorite character on Attack on Titan. She's like. She was so scared that something was going to happen to him that she was like, I have to spoil it. I have to know. <laughs> like, I have to, to like prepare okay. to prepare for like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Another thing I was going to ask you is, um, so you say you don't like playing a lot of online games. Like, uh, have you played the Assassin's Creed series like at all? Or? I played Assassin's Creed. I played the first one when it came out and I liked it a lot. And then I played the second one and I liked that one too. And then the, the problem that I had was, I don't know if you guys have played Infamous on PS3, but it's kind of like similar similar gameplay style where you can like climb up all these buildings and jump around and shit. And I thought the controls in Infamous were so good. So then when I went back to Assassin's Creed, it felt like extra janky because I was so used to how tight and accurate Infamous was that like I kind of just fell out of love with them around Brotherhood. Which was a long time like ago now, and I have like haven't touched any since. But I've heard they have changed a lot, and the last couple have been really fucking good. So eventually, I'm gonna have to give them another shot. Yeah, I was gonna say because I've 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 played almost all of them at this point. But well, I yeah. got this a while back, and I fucking love it. It's it's the old collection, and I fucking I'm going through yeah. two right now. It's my favorite one. It's like no, they're they're yeah, really good. Too. But I was gonna say because that's like probably the the or. The origins, I think, is like the one in Egypt is the one where it's like one of the. La- I think it's the last game that I like. I completely like one hundred percent completed. Like speaking of trophies and whatnot, nice. and I just remember it took me so damn long. Like, it, it, I heard Origins is a super long game in general. Yeah. So like to get a hundred percent, that's insane. This, our our <laughs> friend here is a very big completionist guy. He's a big a big trophy guy. Um, yeah, because the first one uh, I did was at was like Assassin's Creed 3. And I remember playing that game and I was so upset at myself because I went through it <laughs> and I was just like, I literally don't have anything else to do. Like it got to the point where I was just sadly like running like running around like 
the fucking Revolutionary War America, like on my horse with nothing to do. And I'm just like, damn, I have to find a new game to do this with. But after, <laughs> after like Origins, I was like, I need a break. Like, I don't know if I could do something like this yeah. again. Like, yeah. I need to give them a shot again because I, I hear they've, they've gotten like not even so much better because people have like kind of loved them throughout, but they've like changed. And I've heard the RPG mechanics are a lot deeper now and the worlds are a lot yeah, bigger. So I like games like that. So I just have to jump. I do want to say that. Yeah. For a couple of the titles, like there was like unity and then syndicate, they had a lot of bugs. So that's why a lot of people like mm-hmm. fell off on them. And then people didn't really like uh, the way Ubisoft was going with a lot of like the developing and stuff. But lately, lately, like I said, yeah, they've they've gotten a lot better. And I, I haven't gotten the new one. I haven't had the the Vikings one. Valkyrie, yet, but, uh, it's, yeah, or something like that. I think it's like that. Ragnar, I don't, I don't know. It's but, it's it's Norse. It's like Norse mythology. Yeah, type. it's like Vikings but, and stuff, which is awesome as fuck. But I haven't gotten I mean, it because I, uh, what's it called? The I like hopped off of Xbox because I'm. Like I haven't even been playing video games that much. Like now I think about it, because I have my gaming PC, like my gaming laptop. But yeah, that's all it, bro. you're in school right now. Yeah, dude. Because I've been focusing <laughs> on like trying not to like stay out of debt and fucking like you know write papers. <laughs> like, like you know, welcome to America, <laughs> to the American educational yeah. system. But, but yeah, um, yeah, right. They're really good games. It's good to take those breaks, though. Yeah, because I know they tell me they're like, "Hey, man, hop online," and I'm like, "I just don't feel like playing like video games right now." And it's it's crazy because <laughs> yeah. like I want to say two or three years ago, I would have never thought of myself saying that or going like with. Bro, that. we were playing. We were playing a couple times a week for a couple for quite a while. We had a streak. We had a streak. <laughs> when I went from Xbox to Xbox One to PlayStation Four, I had my Xbox. And I wanted PS Four. Everyone started switching over on me, except my man here. He's the only one that remained loyal. Everyone switched on me to PS Four. So you know, I'm gonna get a PlayStation Four. So I didn't have a console for like six months. So my house was playing. I had a, a PS2 a friend gave me, which is what I'm using now. And as my Resident Evil mm-hmm. 4, I was playing. I went to 64. I was playing No Mercy. I was going through playthroughs and like trying to come, trying to like 100 the um, the WWF title. And then it reset on me. So now I'm back to square one again. Oh, I had everything. I, I had finally unlocked the Armageddon Arena. Bad. at all the wrestlers I wanted. I had Shawn Michaels. is my favorite to use in that game for some reason. I don't know why. And I had everything I needed. And then one day it, I was using a created wrestler. and That's where I learned it does it to me. I was using a, a created wrestler for the, the main story. And then it just like went to like, a, like the basic wrestler. And I was like, what the hell is this? And I lost everything. That's wild. Check your cartridge because I think it was like that first run of no mercy cartridges they made, they all have that bug to where like you might, you on that same cartridge, you might unlock everything again. It can happen. It's happened again. to me twice. So I know. I like, oh shit. God damn. It's like, if, yeah. Look at the, it's like the serial number on it. If it's like, Oh, Oh one, then yours is bad. But then there's like, they change the numbers. That means you have one of the better ones and Google it to make sure I have the numbers. Right. Cause I could have oh, them speaking wrong. Of no mercy. There are depth. <laughs> Yeah, there are bad versions out there, and you might. It sounds like you have one. This one's from a Hastings. Holy shit, that doesn't not exist anymore. Oh boy, dude, that's that's throwback right there. I've never even looked at the. Where the fuck is the serial number on this thing? It's on the back, probably under the sticker. <laughs> I think it's on the back sticker. And of is course, for, there's this like, fucking it, old sticker. That, this or? adhesive is amazing. It's like. Um, I'm 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 looking at a picture of it, trying to pinpoint what exactly it was that was the issue because it's hard. 
I'm having trouble remembering. But it's like, if you have version 1.1, I think that's good. And if you have the original, it's bad. I don't really remember. I don't know. Google it. Oh, my God. I'll find it. I'm sure. <laughs> Fucking Hastings. Yeah. Yeah, I was so sad when that place closed, though. I used to go there all the time. That was my place, man. I don't think we even had that here. Hastings? It's a West, what about, I think like, it's a West Coast thing. It, like, it, was like, it was like music, yeah. movies. Um, uh, like, might... It had, like, instruments. They had, like, uh, games. They had all kinds of shit. They even had, and ours even had, like, a library, too. Like, it was a whole, like... Um, there's maybe Buckman's. Does that sound familiar? We don't have that here oh, either. Okay, because Bookman's was like another. Yeah, I, I googled Hastings store and I'm, I'm looking oh, at it. Oh gosh, and we definitely never. That's we, we had weird. A, we, didn't have a, we didn't even have. We didn't even have a blockbuster. We had a Planet Hollywood. Yeah, I remember that. Oh yeah, see, we didn't have those either. It's funny because when I lived so in funny. California, it was blockbuster, but when I came back to Arizona, it was all Planet Hollywood. <laughs> and that shit shut down real quick. Actually, speaking of Planet Hollywood, they had a they had a gaming store there. I can't remember what it's called, but that's where I got my first copy of Showdown of Showdown Legends of Wrestling was there. Nice. And the only reason why I got it was because Sting was on the cover and he was in his 97 Starcade outfit. And I was like, I'm buying this. Yep. My dad's like, You want it? I said, sell yes, it. sir, I do. <laughs> <laughs> and I played that game. Then you play it and you're like, This is kind of this fucked game up. is really fucked up, but it's not here comes the pain or no mercy, but I'm gonna fucking play it because it's got that sting in it. Mm-hmm. And Actually, I don't think I've ever told this tale of. I remember I have told you about how I, my first "Here Comes the Pain" disc unfortunately broke. So you know, as a kid, when you have all these discs and these games and these cases, how sometimes they get switched up because you're just like, "Oh, I just want to play it now." You just switch it out. You don't put it back. And as I got older, I got out of that happy, but when I was younger, I didn't. And I remember I my sister had like played a game and she put it in a drawer, like a drawer, like in a desk, and she didn't. She just like threw it and slid it over the top. So when I opened it up, it picked oh, up no. and it literally smashed in half and i was so sad because i opened it and it happened and i was just like i don't i don't have that game like that was like my go-to everything was unlocked and everything i wanted and it was just like oh no and then i couldn't find it for so long that's that reminds me of uh i had a situation similar back in the day this was like late 90s uh when pokemon cards were all the craze they kind of they are, are now again, definitely like the original yeah. pokemon card craze i remember i opened uh like i just opened a pack and you always had your fingers crossed that you'd get a holographic and i got a holographic gengar Ooh. and i didn't have Ooh. him and i was like oh shit and i was like looking at him and i was standing in my driveway and i don't know i don't know if like the wind took it or if it slipped but i, I dropped it and it landed face down but it would like didn't bounce around, so I knew it was fine. And I took a moment. I was like, oh, shit. And then my dog comes running out of oh. nowhere, steps on it. And when he stepped, he went like, oh, and he just scratched no. the entire face of it off. And I was like, what were the odds that I was going to drop it, that he was going to come running? He was going to step on it. Like, what? The f- this is like Final Destination. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, dude. That's tough. It's insane. Luckily, it wasn't a first edition Charizard. You probably would have cried man tears right there if you. <laughs> Dude, I had a Charizard when I was younger, and I traded it. <laughs> wow, I don't, uh, I don't know why, but I did. I like, I traded my Charizard for like one of my buddies. I traded for like all of his holographics, 
because I my <laughs> thought process was I got one, I can get another. Never got another one, but and I can use this one to get all the shit that I don't have, and it didn't work out. But and at the time, it seemed like oh, that was a mistake, but. I don't give a shit, so I don't care. <laughs> like I was a fucking kid, I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't the crazy rare, like, shadowless, like, misprint ones. So I just wonder. Even now. Like, how many of all those cards that people had that were, like, in shoeboxes, like, got either thrown away or, like, just sold off or, like, you know, like, cents at a yard sale. Like, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's insane to think about. I would hate to be that kid that like their parents threw out all their stuff when they went to college, and I was like, Dude, "Mom, I had literally, I had a fortune worth of cards in there that we would have changed our lives forever." And he threw it away, and now it's gone forever. I kind of have that when when my brother and I were little, we our first console was an NES, and we had like a pretty good collection of games, probably fifteen or so games, maybe twenty, I don't remember. But we eventually got a Sega Genesis. And I remember we, we were playing that for a while. And then one day comes where I was like, you know, I, I want to play back then. You just called it Nintendo. I was like, mom, I want to play my Nintendo. Where is it? And she was like, oh, I gave it to your cousin. The system, the controllers, all the games gone. Never yeah. saw them. Didn't ask us if we would miss it. Didn't say like, hey, I'm going to give this I to n- your I, cousin. It was just. <laughs> I never got the Genesis, but I did get a. Uh, my parents bought me like a, a Sega Dreamcast from a yard sale for like five bucks, and, Damn. and I the only game they had for it was Crazy Taxi, and it was stuff fun. That's a good one yeah, have. it was like one of the most like <laughs> if you have time to kill, like Crazy Taxi is your type of game to play. And I and oh, I yeah. at first I didn't even know they made it for like a console because I only remember it in the arcades. Like they had the the big booth, you know, where you sat down and drove, and. I just played the crap out of that game, man. And then eventually I got my GameCube. And the GameCube got, got was... that GameCast? <laughs> the the <laughs> Game Station? He's like, he's like, no, he's like, he's like, he's like I got, you got the Dreamcast or the GameCube? I got the GameCast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, shout out to Malibu Most One. That's a great fucking movie if you've never seen great it. Great movie, man. <laughs> fucking love uh, that movie. If only Anthony my- Anderson knew what he would become. <laughs> I know, for real. Fuck you. No, that's oh, that's right. He does say it. that's right. I forgot that he gets. He's a cop in that movie. Yeah, I just watched Scream Four like three days ago for some reason. You know what? Like that's it, again, season, that was, I, was like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I, I today I watched Malignant with my girlfriend. The that new movie. Did you like yeah. it? Because I heard mixed mixed reviews. It was, I haven't watched it. Yet. It really it was scary at first, and then as it goes on, it's like really long. It's like an hour, it was almost two hours long. You get a lot more questions and answers for like literally 85% of the movie. You're like literally wondering, okay, who is this? What is this? Why is this? And then at literally the last 20 minutes where everything gets comes full circle and like, oh, that makes all the sense in the world. And you're like, okay, it wasn't that bad. But it's not like overtly scary. In the beginning it is because you're like, nothing makes sense. And then There's it's like, oh, they kind of like, like I remember halfway through the movie, they kind of change the tone where it's more of like a thriller than being scary and more of like a, like a mystery than being scary. So like the first half, it's like jump scare, jump scare, jump scare. Or like creepy, and then it's like it slowly transitions into being something different. A lot of what people are saying is like an old Italian okay. horror style movie, which I don't know what that means. I'm not a big horror guy, and my man here probably knows what that means. That's what they're saying was more of an homage to, like an old okay. school Italian horror style movie. So it wasn't bad. I wouldn't say I'd watch it again, but it wasn't like I enjoyed the experience. But it wasn't like my girlfriend's, of course, ter- terrified, like literally hiding behind covers. I'm like. We're like, we're not even like, we just started. Like, it, 
hasn't no, hit I'm the like, I'm, I'm usually scary. that type of guy, dude. Like, I don't go watch scary movies at the theater because I will freak out. Like, like I'm the dude that screams in the movie theater if I get jump scared. I've done that up. one time, but like, don't don't watch Hereditary. That's the scariest movie I've ever. I've heard that's Hereditary, very terrifying. But I saw Midsummer, and we were me and my friend were laughing the whole time we watched Midsummer. See, I I love Hereditary so much, and I did not like Midsummer. Like. Midsummer was so like the first 10 minutes of Midsummer is scary with like the setup and the family yeah. and all that shit. But then when they go to like the fucking, I don't know, like Swedish or Norwegian cult or whatever, like it's so absurdist and over the top that I said to my buddy, I was like, I feel like I'm watching Tim and Eric, but it's not funny. <laughs> yeah. Like, see, we, it was for us, for me and our friend Nick, it was the opposite because we were just like, we we felt the tense like how tense the beginning was right with like the whole like family thing happening and then yeah and then you go to like wherever they're in was it scandinavia or like norway sweden where yeah somewhere and it's just like you go from how dark and mysterious like this is and the next you know you just put them in the brightest setting possible and i'm just like we can't take Mm -hmm. any of this seriously so we were just like like laughing at all like the the attempts like the movie was making to like freak people out and i was just like it, we were just chuckling the whole time, but uh, yeah, other scary movies that really got to me were like the Ring series. Uh, Dude, the first Ring is yeah, so it is. I watched it, it at so work the day. I had a, like a long break. I was like, I'm just gonna fucking watch it. It's on HBO Max. Dude, another one, Hulu, that you're gonna like. Oh, it's I. It's one of the scary movies I've ever seen, and it's not really one that people talk about because it's kind of one of those. I would say it's like kind of like under like Event Horizon. I don't know if you've ever seen it, Ian. That's and that's a pretty. That's more of a psychological horror movie. Where they're in space, yeah. so basically, like these, uh, it's Sam Neill from Jurassic Park, the main doctor, and Lawrence Fishburne, and they're on this ship, and they have to go. The ship's called the Event Horizon, and they have to go basically like find out what happened to it. And they go there, and I can't remember exactly the specifics of the plot, but essentially, like it's basically hell, and that's like, they go into like another dimension where they're basically it's hell on the spaceship, and they're all hallucinating, and it's like one of the most. Like I think it's the idea of being trapped in space, also in hell. It's kind of like Doom. Like you're in another mm. place. It basically is hell, and like everyone's going crazy. It's one of those like really off kilter movies. The one that really <laughs> got to me as a kid that like even yeah. till this day is like it just messed with me and like I, it made me afraid of the dark was um the darkness falls where it's, I like, watched the it the other day. I watched it. Are you serious? In a long time. Okay. And like the fact that they took this very and twisted it, like, oh my god, like, yeah, like that movie left an impression on me, man. Like as a kid, I was just like, fuck, like, (laughs) and a lot of people, her like porcelain mask and it breaks and all the teeth come out of it. (laughs) Or like my for me, it's like the there's two scenes. It's it's like the one where I think it's the kid and he's in the restroom and he has a door open. And like he turns the light on, and she's just like on the door frame, just like waiting for him. And the other one, yeah. I think, is where he's underneath his bed sheets, and I think his batteries die on his like flashlight. And like as soon as they turn back on, and she's there, just like hovering above him, like that. Oh my god! I remember being like six or seven years old and just like completely fucking terrified. Like you know what? And that that's one I didn't get to watch. One I did watch as a kid that I took me a long time to go back to was Thirteen Ghosts. Dude, I I tried to watch that like two weeks ago because it's on it is, HBO it is. Max, and I was like, oh man, I, 
I remember 13 Ghosts, and I like I tried to watch it, and I was like, this sucks. You know what? It's funny because <laughs> they had everything right. They had great actors in the movie. Like You have good monsters, yeah. and it's like you could tell – and even the story, like the when they get to finally get to what it is and what they're trying to do, like oh my god, like this is a like a great idea. Like I know it's an old, original, old and older movie, like in the thirties. It's like ah, oh, there's so much you just you just missed on. Like there's so much they could have done. Like the scariest character, the jackal in the movie, is terrifying. Like the idea of that yeah. character, and it's like barely in it. Like they basically like. And then all like the jump cuts and like the weird noises, like they just they tried to overdo it, and that that's what I see a lot happening nowadays too. They use like that like loud noises to kind of like make it scary when it's mm-hmm. like you had everything you need. Like the whole plot is basically you're trying to basically open up the gates of hell through a house, like these thirteen mm-hmm. different like basically damaged spirits. They're all scary. You, they all have a great backstory because they fill you in about them as like you go along. They kind of explain who they are, and then and even in like the like the the bonus features for the, like the movie, they show you like they tell you the exact story, who they are, what happened, why they are where they are, and it's like, and they just just fumble the bag, man. Like it's set in stone there yeah. for you. Like it's great, you just fucked it up. I think it, it was one of those ones where it's like it was cool when I saw it mm-hmm. when I was younger, and like trying to watch it now, it doesn't hold up. But if I if I was still like a, a kid who wasn't cynical, I would probably like it. But <laughs> now I, was I, can't, say, like, I can't. One of the movies that like. It didn't really scare me, but it creeped the hell out of me. It was probably like Pan's Labyrinth. Like, oh yeah, that one just gets like I don't know why I understood a lot of like, like what they were trying to get at. You know, <laughs> for a kid, I don't know if it was because I had my sister explaining me, like explaining to me better what was happening, because she's the one that like uh, made me watch it with her, and she was in high school, but I was like again a kid, and <laughs> it's just it's just one of those things where like I oh, just. Like, even though I didn't get scared in the movie, I couldn't go to sleep that night because I just like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, just some of the crazy. Yeah, I was just like, movie. fuck. Like, I was just like, okay, what did I just see? Like, why can't I get this out of my head? Like, but yeah, it's that's one of my favorites too. It's, it's one of those movies that get, like gets you like thinking. <laughs> if you want to watch a good, we'll we'll kind of cut it off here a little bit. My man Ian's got probably got some stuff he's got to do. But if there's a good series, over there. hell yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. if there's any a series really if you like vampires and comics i highly recommend the first two blade movies uh oh, the yeah. second one is my sure. favorite of the three it's like the best and also has one of the sickest walkout moments of of all time having uh most deaths uh eye against eye in the background and they're walking in slow motion with the rain coming down one of the fucking coolest the third one is okay i would say i popped as a young kid because of triple h being in it like <laughs> And him not being horrible in that movie, like him being an okay actor in that movie, um, and like when they show Dracula, <laughs> when they show Dracula like in his full form, it's so fucking cool. But literally the entire movie is mm-hmm. him not looking like that at all. Like they basically yeah. fuck it up until the very end. But the first two are so good, and I would recommend the second one just because it's much more. I would say it's much more scary. Um, great movies. Oh. Yeah, the guy with his face yeah. that opens up. I know like, it looks kind of like Tootsie. Some yeah. of them don't look like the most exactly the greatest <laughs> now, but like some of the some of the the actual physical effects they had back in the day were really good for that movie. And so, are you looking still, forward? Oh, yeah. to like Marshall Ali, like being I'm not movie. sure, man, because I know it's going to be an MCU. I know they're going to make it. They're trying to make it rated R. I don't know if that's going to happen, but 
that comic series wasn't very long at all. Like, I know even in the first movie, it doesn't really follow exactly the comics either. So, like, they kind of had their own idea. And, like, it's good. They're both very good. The third one, Ryan Reynolds is kind of like the fucking one that kind of keeps it all together with the comedy because he's Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> like, he's literally Ryan Reynolds in that movie and it works. But the first two are great. I highly recommend. They're on, those are also on HBO Max. I think I... I've only seen the third one once and I like, it didn't do a lot for me, but I revisit one and two all the time. Blade and blade two are. So yeah. Good. See, I only I'm have the third one because uh, I'll end it off here. My Nana, right? God rest her soul back in the day used to go to swap me and get the handheld recorded oh, yeah. movies. The bootleg. No, these are, yep. these were the bootleg of bootleg It is like one forty four P divided by four. Before like and the digital like, like print and, could be made, <laughs> and it was like in the those thin DVD cases, they're like pencil box thin, yep. and it was in a white, a white with the marker, and they spelled blade wrong, <laughs> blade, and they spelled Trinity wrong. wrong. Well, they come on, man, they're Hispanic, okay? They barely they barely spoke English when they did it, <laughs> and we would watch. I used to watch it all the time. And then one day I was like, you want to watch Blade 3, Dad? And we still had that fucking copy in our like little DVD rack that spun around. And we watched it for like mm-hmm. two minutes. I was like, turn that fucking shit off. <laughs> We're not watching it like this. Because <laughs> it, it was just like so bad. And that's before it was on any streaming services. So then we went to Hastings. And it was literally one of the last things I bought there. It was like a used copy for like $2. Because they used to do like nice. buy three movies that they're like old rentals. And you get the one for a dollar. And so it'd be like brand new movies that have been out for like a month, but they've been used so much. They're just trying to, trying to get rid of them. And, you know, usually like, like one of them wouldn't work, but it's like, all right, I'm going to spend a dollar on it. That's no big deal. Like I'll go back and do it again next week when they have the special. So that uh, movie has a shit, special man. place in my heart because of that. Even though we had the most bootleg version of that fucking movie, it, it holds, it holds <laughs> there. Cause Manana bought it for us. That's what's important. And it's still there somewhere. I guarantee if I go to my dad's house and he has that rack somewhere, it's probably still on there. And it's funny, it, has, it literally has the exact, like, DVD art. It's just, it's all fucking just pixelated. Yeah. So bad. I first saw Freddy vs. Jason. I, I had a bootleg that, like, my mom's friend had a some sort of bootleg hookup. And it was literally just, like, a white top DVD with, like, a purple bottom. Mm-hmm. And in Sharpie, it just said yep. FVJ. <laughs> and she, like, gave it to me, and I watched it, and it was so blurry. And the sound was so bad, but I watched it like a hundred times. Like I didn't you even. Don't. I think I was just like, dude. This I is think awesome. the don't give a shit meter when you're a child is very high. <laughs> it's like I don't give yeah, a fuck. For sure. It's it's the memory that that holds on. Um, mm-hmm. that being said, I think it's a good way to cut it off. I know we can do. We can probably do so many different episodes of these every once in a while and just fucking go off about things, but um. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. This is by far the longest episode yes. of the Scholar yes. Shot Caller. We'll have no to milestone. think of a nickname for, for Ian before he comes on again. We'll have to fucking think of one. I know we will. We'll think of one for you, and then we'll have a nickname for you. Sure. And it'll have to fit in the, the, the aller. It'll be like, it'll be something. Oh. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out. Um, thank you again for coming on. If anyone wants to, again, you've I've already gro- droned on about his, his, um, his YouTube channel, but youtube.com slash sex one six entertainment he's doing his halloween series right now it's popping y'all gotta get on that the new halloween kills comes out very soon he's gonna have everything leading up he's gonna have you filled in leading up to it um 
Any closing thoughts, my boy? My boy, the, the scholar. No, like I said, I'm glad I was able to make it out this time, and <laughs> it was a pleasure meeting you, man. I, like I said, I, even though I'm new to like your content, like I, I, I am like mm-hmm. what I'm seeing, what I've seen so far, and I hope, like, like I said, you're pretty close to 100k. So I look forward to seeing that happen for you, that big milestone, and I appreciate you taking Thank you. I appreciate like that. the very late time out of your day. To come and speak with us, man. Hey, I chose. He did choose the time. So. <laughs> he did. We talked about it. I'm a night and we, it, it is like it's eleven o'clock here, but now I'm gonna go edit for like six hours <laughs> before I go to bed. So. <laughs> Fucking hell! Perks of the job, my man. Yeah, I was just like, right, don't stop. Yeah, right. he's like, please. That's why he's like, please let, keep letting it go, so I don't have to edit tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, fuck, I got it. But yeah, it was, it was. I'm glad you were here for this one as well. Nice to meet you as well. It was cool to have the whole team here this time, and uh, we'll do. We'll, I'm sure oh, we we'll definitely need to have future. fun with the with the artist or the, you know, the, the, music. the music. And hey, this fits <laughs> up to four. So if you can, or if like, he goes over to your house and y'all want to just talk, I mean, we could always make that work, and we'll have a whole. That'll be we'll wait till like we'll wait till Halloween comes out. I'll watch Halloween. Halloween, and then we can oh, all yeah, just we'll have talk, to talk about yeah. that for sure, for sure. As always, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. Um, it's been the the uh, the uh, support, especially on the one with Ian, has been amazing. It's one of our top viewed episodes already. So if you haven't fucking cool. watched it, go watch that shit. What I don't know what you're slacking on for. And if you've made it this far in, as my friend uh, Ian Ian said, hey, we love you. You know, we'll see you next time. And uh, yeah. you know, stay safe out there, guys. Don't catch the Ronas. Have safe sex and don't do drugs. Don't forget to tell your <laughs> aunties about us. <laughs> Very, very true, true. Very well, true. But just just the scholar me and ian are taking just the scholar he can get all the all the hot aunties out there <laughs> we love you guys we'll see you later see you next week thank you for watching